The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. of common sense and comedy. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Oh my gosh, so much to get to today. So much. I don't even know where to start because every story is, oh my gosh, Chris. Oh my gosh, Chris Cruz. Chris is going to flip when he's, oh my gosh, Chris. Chris, that's what I kept saying. Everything last night, I'm going, oh, Chris. This is either going to trigger Chris not necessarily in a bad way. Chris is going to go off. Chris is going to love this. This is all. Today is your news day. Awesome. So many different things. Uh, let's uh, let's go with the the election last night. Mm-hmm. A little bit lesser Chris news, but still pretty substantial substantial news. Five primaries yesterday: Ohio, Michigan, Kansas, Missouri. Who's the fifth? I'm missing. I mean, he's not paying attention. All right. Well, anyways. Oh, here we go. Washington, Washington Kansas, Arizona. Missouri, Michigan, Ohio, 12th special. Yeah. So uh, probably the biggest or most closely watched race was the Ohio special election. Yeah. And it is too close to call. That's yeah. the election. Uh, you, got Troy, the re- you got a district. I think this is uh, 12th district. 12th, so that yeah. would be central Ohio, yes, Westerville central. area. Yep. Um, the district that uh, Trump won by like 12 points. Yeah. Westerville and Ohio is always kind of an anomaly anyways. It's uh, the way they dice it up, too. And it is such a crosscut. Parts of Ohio, even especially that area, central Ohio, has been a testing ground for a lot of different products. It's it's like Indianapolis, same thing. It's just kind of this good crosscut of America. They can see how it's not going to be too skewed by demographics one way or the other. Uh, but they did vote for Trump overwhelmingly. A lot of times the national presidential election will come down to this part of Ohio. Really? Yeah, they they, they could boil it down to a couple of different zip codes. How this, because so goes Ohio, they say when it comes to presidential elections, so goes the nation. And they could boil it down to a couple of districts in central Ohio. This is the area. So Trump won it by like 12 points. Comes down to Oca- um, uh, Balder, uh, Balderson. Yes. The uh, Republican yes. and O'Connor, the Democrat. Yes. Balderson kind of came out of nowhere, was down uh, substantially by double digits just you know months ago and ended up beating so far uh, the o- O'Connor, the Democrat, by about twenty five hundred points. Yeah. Point nine percent. Yeah. But 20. I think it represents he's at like one hundred and one thousand yes. votes. And O'Connor is at 99, but it's too close to call officially. According to the election rules, Mm -hmm. they cannot announce the winner. So it's going to come down to provisional ballots, which is funny on a couple different levels. Trump has been campaigning on voter ID. Yes. And we've been critical. I've been critical for years of lack of voter ID because they come up with these provisional ballots. Provisional ballots only matter. Sometimes states don't even count them like Ohio it's kind of an afterthought because, hey, you won by you know 10,000 votes and there's 4,000 really provisional needed. ballots. You're good to go, yeah. right? So now you've got provisional ballots that do not have the same scrutiny. Mm-mm. Okay. It's going to come down to that. Uh, for those of you that are Republican or conservative, here's the good news. Unless they find another 5,000 provisional ballots stuck in somebody's trunk of, the trunk of their car, 
that uh, Al Franken is driving around <laughs> Central Ohio right now. Hey, we found Al Franken. Sure, he's from Minnesota, but he's been staying at a Holiday Inn Express on the west side of Columbus yesterday. Unless they find that, unless they find uh, some provisional ballots that dead people cast, then Baldur's and the yeah. Republican won. He's going to yeah. win. Be, there's, I think there's 3,000 outstanding. The Democrat, O'Connor, would have to uh, chalk up 2,500 of them or something to win. Yeah. So. And how dare you overlook the Green Party? <clears throat> Joe Manchik. Manchik. You talk about the... See, you talk about this binary... It, you know, it's not election. a binary it's election. It's not a binary election. They got the Green Party represented. He got 1,000 votes. <clears throat> See, it's not that I don't think a third party could win or I believe in a binary election. I don't. It's that the Green Party, cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. So I usually don't even. <laughs> Actually, I should. Let's go ahead. How many votes did he get? He got 1,127 votes. Balderson got over 100,000. How much did the Green Party get? Uh, 1,127. Let's go ahead and round that down to the closest thousand. How many did he get? 1,000. And how many did the Republican get? 100,000. 101. Okay. <laughs> So I'm not doing real well there. That's fun stuff there. Yeah, that's uh, so that's what we're looking at. Now, quick side note on this election uh, as well. This was a special special election yeah. to fill the twelfth congressional house seat. Well, wait a minute. We got a today's August eighth. Mm-hmm. Then ran on the seventh there. Oh, and now it's going to be. I think it's eleven days. They can't announce the winner until they count, and they have eleven days to until challenge? after the election. Okay. I think the total. So add 11 to August 7th, and you get August 18th. 18th, yeah. Okay, you get August 18th. So that we may not be until the 18th that we have okay. an, a winner. So you're going, well, wait a minute. We've got an election coming up in November. Yeah. Early November. In midterm, yeah. So you just got September, October, two and a half months in mm-hmm. a seat. What are, you, what are you? Well, the guy who used to have this seat in January bailed. Yes, yeah, Pat Tiberi. Tiberi, Tiberi I think it Tiberi. is. Tiberi. Anyway. He bailed. Yes. So you're having a special election now. <laughs> that means how long has the seat been empty? Yeah, for a that long Ohio, time. That district is not being represented. Yeah. This is always a frustration of mine. Yes, the people of a district deserve to be represented, and they should be. However, you've not had a congressman for this long, and you're only two months out? Mm-hmm. We have got to streamline this process somehow. Yeah. It takes that long, legitimately, to put all the systems and metrics in place for a special election. Hmm. And special elections cost gobs of money. See, they get to go ahead and um, elections are pricey anyways. You got to have the, uh, all the polling places and you got to have the machines and people to count all of this. And it costs millions of dollars. And we're used to it being, you know, uh, a bunch of different ballot initiatives, questions and elections, candidates on the, on the ballot. Well, you have special elections. It's an additional expense out of nowhere. So at least they put it on when you had the primary to kind of save money. But it's only happening because that guy bailed to take another job. Yeah, it's, to, not, it's not like I found out I'm sick and I got to bail. I can't yeah, perform. Like I'm a king. Or, right. Or, that, he hasn't even resigned. No, he has not. The a hole? Seriously, Arizona's not being represented. Oh, this is oh, don't even get me started on John McCain not resigning. Sorry. John McCain. John McCain. <sighs> Look at him. He served America. 
Look at how he has served, served, service, serve, serve, service, service, John McCabe, service, 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 service. This is all they say over and over. And I've given him his due. Yes. And the guy who's came, served America. Is he serving America? Is he putting America? He's not even putting Arizona above himself. Hell with the rest of America, not even Arizona, the people of Arizona. How is he serving them? By not doing his job? What a goof. I thought this was supposed to be me triggered. I know, right? You got me triggered. You mentioned McCain in this thing. (laughs) Yes, he served. But let's stop putting him on such a pedestal because he has not served America since he was in the military. He's carved it all up for his own ego. It's not even for his pocketbook. He uh, he got a sugar mama for that. He He married the rich chick. He has a sugar mama? Oh, God, she's loaded. What? Oh, yeah, she's got the money. He doesn't have any money. No, seriously. He has nothing, but I mean, he makes a now $180,000, a year as, as a senator, but he doesn't. She has the money. <clears throat> yeah, it's ego. That's what it is. It's the reason he ran for president, but regardless. Oh, wow. Anyways, am I right? What's yeah. she worth? I don't know what she's worth, but she's the uh, she's a daughter of the wealthy beer distributor, Jim Hensley. Yeah, she, yeah. yeah, her money was family money. Yeah. So anyways, back to the special. So we go ahead and spend all this money yes. on the special election. This is a guy who didn't get sick. This isn't a guy who said my family's sick or I just took a better job. Yes. I can't fault you for that. No. But you ran passionately as every person does for Congress. The, you know, I simply want, why are you running? Because it's a $200,000 a year gig, more than most people will ever make. Seriously, is, it, is that why you're running? Uh, you just want the power, the money, the influence? Is that... No, Doc. How dare you say such things of me? I'm running because I, 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 I want to serve, serve the people of the... What district are we? 12th, 12th Congressional District of Ohio. The people of Central Ohio need representation. And that guy, who's the guy who used to have the seat... So-and-so has not been serving. Let me tell you all the wrongs he has done. See, they're doing it, Chris, because they want to serve the people. They want to contribute. They want to give back. And then you bail. This is what that goofball Eric Cantor did. Yeah. He got butthurt when Dave Bratt beat him in the primary and knew it was heavily, like a 75, 80% red district. Eric Cantor has helped stack the district that much. That he knew um, Dave Bratt was going to win. So not only did he not, was he not going to get the nomination, he was out, that Dave Bratt was going to get it. Completely butthurt. So what did he do? He bailed uh, early. He bailed like three months early yeah. or something like that. You couldn't stick it out three, you don't even have to go to D.C. No, at that you point. You couldn't stick it out just yeah. to stop from triggering this special election, which they had. The stupidity of it, it actually timed out. To their credit, they put it on election day. Oh, okay. So they had the special election seat, vote for that seat, to finish out the remainder of Eric Cantor's term on the same day as they were deciding who would take it beyond. Take it beyond that, yeah. Dave won both and immediately got sworn in. <laughs> Served uh, all of November and December, which, by the way, Congress doesn't do a lot of work no. then. They get a little bit of November and then everyone's post-election uh, anyway, and they take the last few weeks off of December. So it was a couple of I mean, days' worth of work. And then everyone else got sworn in right after the first of January, the year. January, yeah. All because 
they're butthurt. <laughs> All because they're upset. So, that's where we're at with that. And then, okay, this is the part that I knew would get Chris. The rest has triggered me so far. <laughs> Apparently, I was wrong. The part that I knew would get Chris. How did Austin Peterson do in Missouri? Oh, my God. He got destroyed, Doc. What are you talking about? He got destroyed. I, I got new numbers. Austin was huge. Oh, he was huge. Uh, sorry. He got... He was, uh, he was, Austin was running for Senate, and Austin yes. ran for president, and Austin had... Seemingly a lot of support nationwide. Yes, he seemed like he did. Uh, a little update, you know, uh, he got 54,000 votes. So I said 4,000 was 54,000. Um, the lead one got 389,000. Oh, 54 is a lot, but not when the no. other guys got no. 300,000. Like the others <clears throat> added up to 155,000, and he still got 54,000. It was amazing. Because the, even the guys from next door, from the team, they're like, well, from the coverage he got, we thought he was like on the lead. He was going to get this. Yeah. He's giving away free printers and all these other things. And good for him for that. Yeah, good for him. But see, here's the problem, Austin Peterson. The problem, same, we had a problem with him when we had him on the show and we got into a little argument. He keeps changing. Oh, we have to be libertarian. Oh, but let's do it from the GOP side. No. Yeah. No. no. And... I got to give it, you know, I think it's time for him just to do, you know, like the Dan Bongino, just get a TV show and, and, and just do your life and start broadcasting. He could, you know, the sad thing is what? in the right district, he could win it. In the right district. For, for yes. a house seat. Yes. For, so yes. You don't realize yes. a, a failure of his, and maybe he knew this, but still it didn't help him. Um, he has a national name. <clears throat> yes, he does. Yeah. He has I'll somewhat of a national name within the circle. Not it's not household common name, you know, recognition. But he does have a bit of a national name within the circles of people that we, you know, speak mm-hmm. with every day, our sphere of influence with conservative libertarians, whatever. But he just didn't have enough of him in Missouri. Mm-mm. So the guy in Jacksonville, Florida that loves you, Austin. It's not going to help you a whole lot. Wow, you have a groundswell of support. You do. You have 10,000 supporters in Arizona. Huge, except they don't vote in Missouri legally. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So in mass, if he he even had a sixth of his supporters nationwide that he could add to that, boom, done, in, elected, done, good to go. But it doesn't matter. If you look at the districts, you know, 62 votes, 37 votes, 30 votes, 41 votes. So all politics on some level still local. I mean, yeah, you could get the monetary support yeah. and the exposure nationally, but it still comes it down still to those comes votes in to those the states. Local. Yep. And winning a statewide election is really difficult. Oh yeah, because people are used to you in your little district. This is the reason it's much easier for somebody who has been uh, a senator or a, a governor to run for the other seat. Yeah, exactly, because those yeah. are both statewide elections. So now you say, Austin, go down and look at one of the districts that he that he ended up winning really big in, like 60-some percent. Uh, you got St. Louis County. All right. He won by 5,000. That's okay. the biggest one. So you, you, if you're him, depending on where you live and where you're willing to move to or whatever, you go to a district like that if you just want to play politics. If you want, and you yeah. go and run for the, the, house the house two years from now. Now that's still two years out, but if you're willing to do it, he could put together a campaign and probably win that. Yeah. And it's a pretty good gig. Yeah. So there you go. So interesting stuff. Um, no blue wave. Oh, no. No um, 
uh, Red Wave. Neither. Screw mm-hmm. them. It was just a little more of the same. Mm-hmm. I don't think uh, anybody really has an idea of what's coming this fall. I don't think so either. Because uh, CNN was doing a coverage yesterday, and there were like three things you need to know about this election. One, they were like the blue wave. They were counting on O'Connor from Ohio they run, to start yeah. the blue wave. Well, and that would be a screw you because Trump went there exactly. in support of him. Yes. Oh, and of course, Trump goes, <clears throat> he had some tweet that basically said, uh, Balderson didn't even exist. He was not even born before I started campaigning for him two days ago. And now he has won. He'll probably won on official. So Trump's going to claim that as a victory. Okay, it's politics. Gotcha, whatever. Yeah, they were. They wanted this. Yeah, look, another one. Trump backlash, the blue wave. Yeah. No, you didn't get no. that. There could be a blue wave, could be a red wave. I think it's probably going to be a little more balanced than they realize. Um, the Republicans that look like will probably keep the Senate more challenges over in the house, but here's what I expect this fall. There will be a wow factor. We cannot predict yet Hmm. that few people. It's not anybody's radar screen. I don't know what it is. A race or two or something really bizarre. Something will happen like that more than likely because no one's able to really call this. Because even John James, the Republican uh, primary in Michigan, he won. And that was another Trump that he came down and, and campaigned and endorsed. Want to so, have some fun today? Look up election results, even from the major news sources. Mm-hmm. You're not seeing a whole lot, Mm-mm. which shows you Republicans did a little bit better yesterday. <laughs> yes. Nobody's they covering. Really, they're not. Nobody's covering this. It's, it's not. Uh, if if O'Connor had won outright, yeah. if uh, in Michigan it had been, you would see the biggest news out there from all these sources. They want you to believe the blue wave is coming. The yep. more they talk about that, they believe people will um, will believe it's true and therefore vote that way to make it true. Yeah, The Republicans will stay home and say, oh, it's already happening. We already know we can't stave it off, so why go to the polls? Yeah. Now, they... They also run the risk of the Democrats, the Democrats doing that, but yeah. they are so energized because they're so yeah. upset, probably will still turn out. Yeah, like for example, in the governor race in Kansas, almost 3,000, 300,000 Republicans voted and 144,000 Democrats voted. Hmm. So not a lot of turnout from a primary. Yeah. Now we always know that. Mm-hmm. So how can you start a blue wave if you're not going to you know, start prying the pump? Right. Yeah, it's just not what they're claiming. They yeah. so want it to be, but at this point, it's not. Uh, yeah, get the tweets in. Hashtag what I learned today. Yeah, the John McCain really tw- triggered me, too, because we haven't talked about this. So I just realized that he wasn't <laughs> so frustrating. This is so good, too. <laughs> I know. I know. It's just. But you know what I'm saying, though, about yeah. serving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. have the utmost respect for people who serve. But you claim this, and that is tied so closely with his name, legitimately. And John McCain has been screwing America since he left for 30-some years. And this is the biggest example of it right now. He is worried about himself. Instead of saying, I'm out, let's let, and I don't know what the rule is in Arizona. It varies by state, whether the governor appoints somebody or there's a special election some states have flip-flopped in politics. Politicians have manipulated it over the years. So I don't know what the rule is in Arizona. But he should have just stepped aside at this point. But he doesn't want to. He wants that state funeral because he died in office and all of this nonsense because of his, because of his ego. He's no longer serving the people. You know who did serve the people? Aaron Hale. Yes, he did. Aaron Hale served the people and sacrificed like few others. John McCain sacrificed when they tortured him. Yes. He sacrificed him yes. with his, his arms and his yes. 
broken bones and that. Aaron Hale is a former Navy chef who turned Army Explosive Ordnance Disposal team leader and was severely injured in 2011 when a bomb blew up in his face. Blinded him. He reluctantly turned home, uh, returned home, tried to put his life back together, got an infection, and Boom. became deaf. So now he's blind and deaf, and it's like, okay, come on, Lord. Come on, man. What are you... Really? Come on. Really? I would just be like... <sighs> Imagine how lonely. Oh, horribly. Well, and deaf is lonely disease. Anyways, yeah. blind, you're relatively because you feel disconnected. So he got a little bit of his hearing back in one ear, but it didn't stop him. You got to love him. He said, you know what? I love to cook. I'm going to return to cooking. It's a passion of mine. And he started EOD Fudge Company, Come Extraordinary on, Delights. Mm. It's confections and fudge. It's a great company. His wife, Michaela, has um, helped. She kind of handles more of the business stuff for him. But it's a good uh, family business. Yeah. And there's, their products are awesome. I mean, we would have probably uh, taken them as a client anyways, just because it's a great story and I want to help if the products were like, yeah, they're okay. They're good. You know, but these are sensational. They're delicious. Go to EODFudge.com and check them out. EODFudge for extraordinary delights. EODFudge.com. If you use the promo code Blaze, they're going to give you 10% when you check out. 10% off your order at EODFudge if you use the promo code Blaze. The Morning Blaze. We're kind of like the real news, except honest and factual. Huh. What a concept. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. talked about the other races too this was that was the biggest race that was the biggest race we talked talked about we talked about austin peterson we talked about yeah the one that's supposed to trigger me we we, we hit it like maybe for like two minutes but the ohio 12 uh special election we hit that for at least half of the second no then i went off on john mccain for half of it Oh, do not even bring it up. Kool-Aid with a C, tweeting out what I learned today. Of course, Doc thinks the Ohio race is the most important. He never talks about it. He, But actually, he's from Ohio. I, and his I'm parents, not from that area. And his parents worked, that area. worked on a factory in Ohio. Not in that area. <laughs> but you are from Ohio. Yes. Yes. Do, uh, did we going to go ahead and talk about Michigan more then? No, no, I'm fine. What's the Muslim dude, Abdul? Oh, Abdul, he lost. He, he was, was running for governor. Uh, he was supposed to uh, get the Democrat nomination for yeah. governor. Yeah, because uh, both of these people came out for him, uh, Cortez and the other guy, Sanders. Um, this should have been obvious. Yes, there is a groundswell for Ag- Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Yes, there is a groundswell for her and Bernie Sanders. Still, of course, he has the people that are... This guy was not going to win it. No. Even no. in the Democrat, uh, for the Democrat Party. A governorship? Right. The guy is extreme. Yes. He's not just a Democrat. Had he been a moderate, he may have had a pretty good shot at it. He's not. It's difficult to get some sort of uh, Muslim in America for an election is still extreme. Wrong or right, it is still seen as an extreme point of view. Even if everything else you are is moderate. Let's say, let's say you've got a uh, a libertarian candidate, passionately track record libertarian, but they happen to be Muslim. 
Okay. Passionately libertarian, but they have to be conservative about everything. That's still going to be pretty hard to get yeah. elected because yeah. that's an extreme position. People are a little cautious when it comes to that. If um, if he had something else that was more extreme, viewed at as more extreme, but was not Muslim, he'd say, okay. But when you take the extreme views of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and also Bernie Sanders, and you put that with Muslim, that's going to be difficult. Mm. Now, Michigan has one of the highest Muslim concentrations of any state. Yeah. They do. Dearborn, Michigan. Part of the reason they end up in the air, uh, around Detroit is because Henry Ford hated the Jews so much mm-hmm. that he imported a bunch of Muslims to work in his factories just to kind of stick it to the Jews. He really did. That was that's wow. legendary. So there's this concentration around Dearborn. Even in Michigan, there is some uh, backlash because some of the other people in the state have said, okay, you got too much influence here, whatever. You're going to have to have somebody really moderate to end up getting that following. So they wanted him to be the Obama of Michigan. Yeah, they wanted him to be the Obama of Michigan. Yeah, it's not going to happen there. I would vote for a Muslim, potentially, as long as you're not bat crap crazy like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. Yes, uh, next we'll go to, let's see what trigger Chris next. Um, <laughs> really? Trying to think. Tweets yesterday. Oh, yeah. Which ones? Because there's plenty of tweets out there. Which uh, ones? Let's start with the, um, the Babylon Bee. Yes. So Chris posted some stories, a uh, story yesterday uh, via my Twitter. Yes. And uh, it was about the Babylon, it was a retweet of a Babylon Bee yeah. story out there. The great news source, the Babylon yes, Bee. the great news source. Uh, Facebook has now, we det- if I figured out, has warned the Babylon Bee, the great news source, the, new- the news leader. Leader. I would say the most trusted name in news now. In conservative, you know, In the homes. conservative circles, yes, yeah. conservative circles, has, yes. uh, Facebook has threatened them. About spreading fake news. Facebook is on them. Babylon. Right, the Babylon Bee. The Babylon Bee. Right. The number one trusted Christian satire website. Right, and satire means what? That means like trusted, right? No, no. Historically, it means uh, funny. It means make fun of. Yeah, they're lighthearted about things, but I mean, it means historically accurate and precedent setting. Nope. Late breaking, it means something like that. Here, I want to put it this way. You know the onion? Yes. They're the onion of the Christian household. And the onion is a again, another a satire. No, or, satire. News, satire uh, out of the left. Let me. <laughs> oh, fake for the purpose of entertainment. Of mocking and obviously fake. Okay. Facebook warned the Babylon Bee about spreading fake news. Come Hilarious. On. Come on. They uh, they said that an independent fact checkers or the independent fact checkers at Snopes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's so many jokes on that one. Okay. Really? <laughs> if you actually, I've warned people over the years. Snopes is not independent. No, and they do not base base what they put on fact. They are good at posting um, the sources. 
that they have for stuff. So if they do a historical thing about um, an urban legend about a guy claiming, remember back in the day there was one about if you if someone flashed their lights at you, or, or if they had their lights off and you flash them like mm-hmm. it's dusk and you're like, hey, dude, you got your lights off, yeah. so you give them a little flash. Yeah. That that was a gang initiation. They'd come and kill you. Yes. You remember yes. that one? Yes, I remember that so, one. Like gangs would say, all right, Cruz, you want to join the Thompson gang? Here's oh, yeah, what we I do. do. I do, I do. You drive around at dusk with your lights off. Oh, and I kill people, right? No, no, by? not just anybody. No. When someone flashes their lights to tell you that yours are off, uh-huh. that's who you kill. Whoa. So there's that one. That's That was one of the gangs. And there was this urban legend. So people would send... Prior to internet, they'd, they'd uh, photocopy it and distribute it in the office, right? They'd give you a printed copy. Then it started the email. So this is one of the things. Well, they were good or have been good at citing the source. They'd say, well, the first record we have of this is a news story that was reported here or something yeah, like yeah. this. And I'll give them credit. But they are backed by progressives. Yeah. And I have caught them in lies, mistruths, and half-truths. Things that if they did even remedial searches, they would know is the truth. So... The independent fact checkers at Snopes <laughs> reported, and, and this was cited in the Facebook response yes. to the Babylon Bee. Yes. So they flagged the Babylon Bee and they went, boop, hold on, Babylon Bee trusted news source. We got we to gotta target you and warn you about fake news. In fact, we're citing the independent fact checkers at Snopes that one of your humorous articles was fake. Yep. Okay. So the algorithm, at least in part, that Facebook uses is Snopes. Right. That's incredibly telling there. Yes. And then nobody said, maybe we should look into this thing or whatever. Or you give a little flag for obvious satirical sites. Right. Okay. And then it even says in it that... One of their humor articles is fake. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. All right. So they were warned um, that they would see their distribution reduced and their ability to monetize and advertise removed. Yep. If they don't clean up their they act, basically. Yeah. And the headline. Oh, yeah. The one for this was the, CNN yeah. purchases. <laughs> Come on. Come man. on. Come on. <laughs> this, is, this is the one that people were like. Oh, wow, this is, I think this may be fake. I'm going to check Snopes. Check Snopes, right? (laughs) This is the headline. CNN purchases industrial-sized washing machine to spin news before publication. Come on. That is so true. Kirk, come on. Kirk Jones is even laughing. Even he got it. (laughs) Even Kirk knew that it was BS. Do they not know that Glenn also bought the same industrial washing machine, but to spin it back? Well, his spins to the right. Yeah. Right, he doesn't yeah. spin it to the left. No, That's no, how no, the no. whole thing. Exactly. Well, to be honest, Glenn got the upscale that you could switch back and forth. Oh, you can he spin just has it, left it locked and in right. on the right. Exactly, which is nice because he can go ahead and um, farm that out. So uh, if he's got any local, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, news, news outlets, or, yeah. they can bring it over. They can wash it to wash the left, it. and okay. he just puts it back in. And it's coin operated. Oh, so we can monetize. They just go it. ahead and monetize it because he's a businessman. I heard That's he's. What it in, is. I heard he's in the you know looking for a dryer. He's got a whole. I should probably say this. We'll, we'll put out pictures. How about that? Um, I'm going to go ahead and say this because I think he's got enough in place that maybe people would be willing to invest okay. in Glenn's media slash laundromats. 
Oh, it's a, a franchise cost? opportunity if you're interested. Oh. And what it is is he puts the laundromats up in your town and local news sources can coin operated just come in and wash the news. Any anyway. news. Well, the nice thing about it is news and social media. So media and social mm-hmm. media have become blurred. So you as a, a local social media news okay. person, okay. You, know, you don't have a huge following, no. but no. you're st- still media. You could just roll on up into the Glenn Beck media slash laundromat, mm. dump your news in, decide, um, I want it on uh, for a you know, soft spin. <laughs> I wanted to, we'll use a cold water to the left. Mm. And you flip that over, you drop your coins and it comes out. It comes out left. That's right, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. You can, there's even an option, you can add news softener. Oh, kind of tamp it a little, little today's world. Okay. We're a little too, edgy. Want to trigger. too sensationalized. Want to right. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Right. So, um, yeah, I it's think a franchise opportunity. I want that, I want that in. CNN purchases industrial sized <laughs> washing machine to spin news before publication. You morons. If you believe these, you just stop reading the news. Hilarious. So Facebook officially warned them. Yes. You're on borrowed time there, Babylon B. Yes. You're on thin ice. We're going to have to crack down on you. Hilarious. It's funny because PJ... What was the one you posted yesterday? Oh, the one that that you posted. Because this was a different one that that triggered (laughs) other people on the left. Oh, man. It was... Where did it go? Because I just had it up. It was about the prayer emoji. Oh, the the prayer hands emoji. The prayer emoji. And and this was on the, the heel. The joke here was... That um, Alex Jones and others conservatives have been kicked off of social media sites, and we'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, yeah. The headline is Google Apple remove hateful uh, exclusionary praying hands emoji. Apple removes hateful exclusionary praying hands emoji. Yes, because you got the emoji where it's praying yes. hands. Okay. Yes. Uh, Chris posted that for my Twitter account yesterday, and people. When I saw it, I was like. It's so obvious. Like it the Babylon Bee has some really good headlines. This is good. Yes. But it's more obvious. Yes. Come yes, on. Yes. All right. Uh, and the CNN one is even more <laughs> obvious. But it's still people melting down. Melted down. Um, let's say some people in Hollywood. What were, was their take? That they were glad they did it? or No, they were glad that um, they were saying that your fake news and get your facts straight is still there, still available. Uh, so they went and checked? They went and checked. And the, wow, they removed it. Let's see if it's gone yet. Still there. It's still there. Hashtag fake news. Get your facts straight, Doc. That's right. And that eggplant's still up, too. <laughs> That's from Don Cheadle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so funny that he got so bothered by this thing or whatever. So Chris had sent me all the people who flipped out on the left, the Hollywood types that had done it. And then hours later, another Babylon beast. Yeah. They must really be hitting it. They, dude. Getting a lot of exposure yes, if they're triggering yes. people like this. It, it's, it's really good to see that... Um, Babylon B still... By the way, that was not the first time Babylon Lee B was uh, checked by Snopes. They've been checked before. <laughs> Their headlines are obvious. So you're telling me, Doc Thompson, for example. Thank God. Thank God. Snopes and Facebook and these others are spending their time fact-checking unadmitted, not hidden at all, satirical website. It's not like you have to do a bunch of research to go, oh, satire. It's essentially the onion. Same thing. They're spending their time. Fa- that's that's fake news, but won't actually fact check real wink, <laughs> wink news sites. 
Right? CNN can post whatever the hell they want, and they're just like, <laughs> they're whistling past the cemetery. <laughs> and yet, Babylon B, haha, more fake news. We've determined that 92.7% of all of Babylon B stories are fake, they're not real. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they would do. They wouldn't yes. even go. It's a hundred percent, guys. The entire yeah. site's satirical. It's satirical. They're not, you know, sliding in any real no. news here. All fake. All yes. a gag. Yes. Wow, that's hilarious. <laughs> you know, the, next we are going to fact check Marvel movies. Wait, we are going to fact check all of that. those because I should believe there's fake news from Hollywood. <laughs> there is not actually a man named Tony Stark who's created a suit. Where he has superpowers now. It's not Thanos, not real. What about the raccoon? The raccoon is real. No, not real. The raccoon in Guardians of the Galaxy, fake news. Oh, no. What about Groot? That's he's real. Oh, he's okay, real. good. So, yeah. Woo! Oh. Well, they haven't det- they haven't been able to prove he's not. Okay. The others they could prove it. So. <laughs> Undetermined. You go to Snope, you go <laughs> you go false, true, and undetermined. undetermined. We don't have the full story on this. We're gonna one. put that one in yellow. The raccoon is red though. <laughs> Peter Parker, red. <laughs> Fake news. False. <laughs> Groot, undetermined. I am Groot. I'm Groot. That means undetermined. <laughs> we have translated it. Under, under, yes. They put, I am Groot. Hilarious. (laughs) So there seems to be some question over the accuracy of what's going on with Alex Jones. Mm -hmm. Alex Jones, cuckoo, cuckoo. He is crazy as well. I don't know Alex Jones. Maybe he's a swell cat in person. Maybe it's all an act. I don't know. All I know is the stuff, the content that he produces is crap. To me, it's not even good sensationalized conspiracy theories like if alex jones as it turns out he was fake and i give him credit for being successful cats made a lot of money but if it turns out hey i don't even believe this stuff it's all an act which he's kind of admitted at times yeah in court in court it's all an act it's whatever okay great i would just like a better character like he needs to be even more more gay frog stuff does he need to be recasted or it's, do- just, it's not as good as it could be like okay. that because he's fun. It's I don't know. He needs to be even more over the top. Okay. Well, yeah. What okay. I want to hear is not just gay frogs. What do you want to hear? I want to hear there's bi frogs, too. Oh, I want to hear there's 182 gender of frogs now. What about just frogs? Can it be like, you know, I don't know, mosquitoes. It could be all of that or whatever. I'm telling you, the frogs are gay. That's how you know. It's the, it's in the water. It's the fluorides turning the frogs gay. I want to hear that. But then I want to hear him go, but there are some that are intersex. Right? Some are undecided. Some frogs are questioning. I want to hear that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Some frogs are too spirit. Yeah. And it's Obama. Right, I want to, I want to hear that over the top. So, having said all of that, he's crazy. I give the guy, aside from making money, very little credit. Yeah. He's not for me. But Alex Jones has a right, I believe, not just a constitutionally protected right, a God granted, constitutionally protected right to be as stupid as he wants to be, to be sensational. And you have the right to decide whether or not you're going to listen to the gay frog speech. Good for you. That's how the world's supposed to operate. It's liberating. That attitude, those 
American values, libertarian values are liberating. It's a weight lifted when you stop carrying around this burden of controlling other people and telling them, go about your life, live your life, don't take part in it or not. And if they are truly censoring him, the attitude behind that is wrong. Now, those companies have a right to do it because that, those aren't government agencies. It's Facebook, it's Apple, supposedly, and YouTube. Banning him, getting rid of his videos, not posting him anymore. They have a right to do that as well. This should be our attitude. Number one, no government banning, no government censorship of that stuff. Private businesses, you have had a right to discriminate, take part in commerce with anybody or not. If you as a business want to say, I don't want to do business with crackers. Yeah. I don't want to do business with white people. F the white people. If the heads of BLM opened up a taco stand or something and said, F the white people, that's the name of our company. If you come up here, we're not serving you. I would say, good for you for making your own choices. I'm not going to go there, number one, because you won't serve me. And number two, I don't like the attitude. I would say the same thing if you say no Muslims, if you said no black people, but I would stand with your right to be wrong. There's the difference. And we don't get that. It's, I'm just going to go to my camp, whatever they say, and there's no consistency with values. We must stand up for people's right to be wrong. So, Apple, Facebook, YouTube, or whatever, if you're truly a social media platform that wants all voices as they all claim, you know, we want many voices and all this, but they start from a position of, but some we can't because it's hate. Knock it off. You're not being consistent. I support your right, Alex Jones's right to be wrong. I support their right to be wrong by not including him if they're claiming other things. But now there's a little more to it. If McDonald's says, we're not going to serve black people. Okay. Okay. Um, it's different than, or, or if, let's do this. If McDonald's comes out and says, um, yeah, we just don't want to include Alex Jones as part of our Happy Meal. The little Alex Jones bobblehead we're putting in there because Alex Jones, we believe, you know, is a bad person, whatever. Okay, I get that. It does, Alex Jones really doesn't have anything to do with McDonald's no. other than that he's fat. It has nothing to do with McDonald's. But social media is media. They're manipulating the media. Mm-hmm. And I would be fine with that if, like the Babylon Bee, they were transparent with it. Babylon B doesn't hide who they are. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google, Yahoo. Go down the list. They all hide. They are progressive companies run by progressives, supporting progressive causes, funneling money to progressive candidates and causes and organizations, and manipulating their algorithms away from things that are conservative and libertarian. This is fact. They are on record admitting these things subversively in certain places. It's, it's, factually, it's been factually reported. We know these things. So if Facebook and all these others just threw it out there, we're progressive and we're just not going to let certain stuff fly, I'd be fine with it. So they have a right to be wrong. Alex Jones has a right to be wrong. Still a little bit different when it comes to media. Be transparent. I'll say you, Chris Cruz. I say same. I agree. That's it? Yeah. You said it pretty good. Again, I thought you were the one that was supposed to be triggered. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't I don't think you know the definition of triggering. You're pretty good at triggering to this morning. I trigger myself more than yes. you. This is a self inflicted wound. Yes, it is. Friendly fire, friendly fire. <laughs> 
Do you need to regroup or something? I think I do. Yes, you do. I triggered you, but as soon as I said triggered, I was like, damn it, I'm getting kind of triggered. <laughs> really interesting. Okay. There's another angle to this story. Okay. And another little extra piece. That's going to be all Chris Cruz. Coming okay. up next in the Morning Blaze. You are listening to the smooth sounds of the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. On the Blaze Radio Network! like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the freaking frogs gay. Do you understand that? Turn the freaking frogs gay. Serious crap. Gay. Frogs freaking frogs. It's not funny. I'm going to say it real slow for you. Gay. Frogs. <laughs> this is the Alex, keep it up there. This is the Alex Jones remix. Listen to this. Someone put this techno together. for your life? You know, I usually uh, defer to Pat Gray Unleashed when yes, it comes to Alex Jones because uh, Pat is the Alex Jones uh, ex- yes, resident expert. expert. Yes. And I'm yes. sure Pat's going to discuss that on yes. Pat Gray Unleashed today from 11 to 2 East. I'm sorry, 11 to 2 Central Time, noon to 3 Eastern Time right here on the Blaze Radio Network. Oh. I, I can pretty much guarantee he'll be yes, covering some yes, of this, right? Yes, yes, Alex Jones, what a character. Okay, a little bit more to it, though. It looks like hmm, I'm questioning... In the spirit of Alex Jones' conspiracy, okay. whether or not he's actually been banned from all of these. Hmm. His numbers, um, Brad was telling me yesterday, his, uh, I think where else his stuff is posted? His white, uh, his site or something mm-hmm. is up, is way up. People yeah, his, his website is up. His download, up, Downloads uh, up too, yeah. download app is number four. That's the one. Yeah, it was the like app. Overall, like overall, he beat... Every single person. Right, good so for it goes him. Twitter, it goes Reddit, him. it goes one more app, and then, and then him. Good, good for him. Good for him. Yes. And, you know, Alex, seriously? Yes. I think you're cray cray. Maybe you're a good guy. Regardless, good for you for being successful yes. when you did. Yes. You found it. Apparently, there's a market for frogs gay. Friggin' friggin' frogs gay. Apparently, there's a market for that. Good for you. Awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm a little envious as far as that goes. Good for you. Um, but I wonder if it's not, uh, if he's clearly capitalizing on yeah. the. Backlash people and I hope tired he is. of being censored. <laughs> but not all so YouTube is owned by Google, right? Yes. So part of Google's company has banned him, YouTube, yes. but not others. Yes, for example, he's banned from Facebook, but he's still on Instagram. And those two companies uh Instagram belongs to Facebook. <clears throat> right. So me and Jeff were talking about it yesterday. It's like, how is he still on Instagram if Facebook said you're too well, Crazy. the only thing I would say, maybe, and I don't know, maybe the company is divided into pieces and, and have independent managers making independent decisions on stuff like this, and that would make sense. It makes, yes. So maybe, maybe not Zuckerberg going, who's that frog's gay guy? We got to get him. Frogs yeah. are gay. Got to get him off the... It could just be the head of Facebook saying, yeah, we don't like that. But meanwhile, over at Instagram, they're like, yeah, we're cool with yeah, guys cool screaming with about frogs being yeah. gay. Or yeah. maybe it's not on the radar screen. And by the way, his Instagram has gone up I mean, not Instagram. His Snapchat. Yes. Alex Jones on Snapchat. And he created a filter. You know how you have, like, the, the dog filter? Yeah. He has one with a duct tape and it says censored on his mouth. Oh, that's clever. It's good for amazing. Him. And anybody can download it. Anybody can use it. I'm like, there you go. That good. is some good thinking right He is smart right about there. that stuff. He has, yes. he has merchandised the stuff pretty yes. well. 
Um, if you get a chance, please go to Use WaxRx today. Use WaxRx and uh, get the WaxRx system. It's a three-step system to help you effectively, efficiently, and safely clean out the earwax from your ears. Now, it normally goes like this. Uh, you practice regular hygiene, you clean your ear, but you can't kind of get in there. And your body's designed that it kind of pushes that earwax and some excess skin and stuff out of your ear naturally. But occasionally that stuff gets built up in there. Yeah. And you could kind of feel it and you want it cleaned up. What itches. do you do? You take the Q-tip and you put it in there and that just makes it worse. could actually be dangerous if you slip. Or even worse, you're in the car or at work. And you, you look over, your buddy sees you sticking your pen cap in your ear. Yeah. And it's a little little gross. That's what happened. You you ripped my thing because you saw me put it in my ear. In my ear, ear and it yeah. can't be on there no. anymore. The cap of your Sharpie. Yeah. Don't do that. Go to use WaxRx. Get the WaxRx system. Have it at your house so you can use it. You don't have to stick something in your ear this way. Three-step system. Ear drops. The first six system. The pump flushes it all out. And then the pH balance rinse that leaves your ears soft and supple. Go to usewaxrx.com. Usewaxrx.com. The promo code you want to use is radio to get it shipped to your door for free in it's use waxrx.com. Get the tweets in. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of the next generation of talk radio. This is the Blaze Radio Network. of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. All right, let's get some communiques via the Twitter. It's at Doc Thompson Show at Real Chris Cruz. Uh, you got Jackal Angry Beaver saying, does that laundry machine have a Alex Jones cycle? Uh, an Alex Jones psycho? Cycle, cycle. Oh, that makes more sense. Otherwise, it's redundant. Um... I think it does. Okay. That's a spin. But ironically, it's to the left. Really? I say ironically because a lot of people think it's to the right. It's not. It's to the left. Okay. Remember, how did Alex Jones get his start? What was his first, some of his first big uh, conspiracy pushes? The 9-11 inside job. Yeah. And who did he have on regularly? The uh, the chick, I can never remember her name, from Code Pink. Um, The older lady? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. She her ran name, for governor of California yeah, in yeah. 2014. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, he had her on the program regular. Mm. She was always, yeah, he's not to the right. Uh, the C42 saying Snopes fat checks Disney classic movies. Animals can't actually talk. Wait, what? Animals cannot. I've got to spend more time on Snopes. I really need to. <laughs> uh, Loki Glenbeck insults tweeting out what I learned today. Uh, they can't ban Alex Jones. I would not know my friends are stupid enough to believe him if they can't listen. How will they know then? Yeah, yeah that's a great yeah. point. Hey, phone calls now. Let's go to line 19. It's Justin in North Carolina. Justin, thanks for calling the Morning Blaze. How are you? Hey, Doc. How are you doing this morning? Doing well. Glad you got through. Apparently, Mordecai actually walked by the phone and saw it blinking, <laughs> so decided to stop and answer it for a change. But, hey, good to talk to you. How are you? Uh, he took me by surprise when he answered in the first place, so it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 
they they pre-established this. This this is we were just you were just talking about this last week that they can define now what is and isn't hateful. So now right. they can weaponize that and they can target who they want. Yeah, and it's and so funny. They're doing it. I'm they're sorry, starting low, but they're doing it. Yeah, and they start when they say that hate. The fail with it is they automatically start with their bias, but it's accepted because it's at the core of who they are. You know, there there is there is a level something um, that we would never accept. So, Justin, I'm assuming you know you're very similar to me. If we started a, a company, a website, we would start with some level of freedom, and we'd say that's not ever going to to waver. Because we see that as absolute. They see the, the hate thing as absolute. Well, you can't say that because that's hateful. Beyond that, yeah, free speech. So, yeah, once well, they establish it, you know, that, yeah. With them having established what is and isn't hateful, yep. right? It's, it's uh, the same thing. Uh, who was who that correspondent with Fox News? Just got in trouble for this. That she took tr- tweets from, uh, from oh, the New York Times editor. Yeah, yeah, and and she and she switched the words black for white and Jew or white for Jew, and then she got banned from Twitter for a short period of time because they flagged her right off the bat. Yep. And so it's them defining what is and isn't hateful. So you say the same thing about you know if, if there was an Alex Jones, but most of his theories were were more left leaning, he, he he wouldn't be affected. Yeah, they see him now as right leaning. Back in the day, they were fine with him uh, with what's her foots from Code Pink. You still didn't look it up. Okay. Anyways, Justin, thanks for the call, buddy. Really appreciate it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three is the number you can call, and you never know when Mordecai is actually going to be walking by or whatever. But, by the way, you, you would know. not be hearing from Justin anymore. Why? He just got blacklisted by Mordecai. <laughs> Did he get blacklisted? <laughs> Mordecai has his own list now. He has his own list. Yeah, pretty much everybody's been blacklisted. <laughs> that is true. His blacklist is, uh, I don't answer the phone. Uh, I don't answer the phone, yes. What's her name? I'm looking. It takes you that long to look? Yeah, because I don't see a name. Code Pink. I put Code Pink and Alex Jones, and all I got no, is... No, you don't have to put Alex Jones. Oh. You're going to get his stories. Put Code Pink. Okay. Put Code Pink, and what's uh-huh. her name? And put uh, Rand for Governor. Oh well, now half the audience is screaming it right now. It's probably on Twitter. <laughs> no, we're in the Jody Evans. It's no, it's not her. Yes, it's just right there. That's not who we're talking about. Okay, then whose fault is that? You're you're looking up the wrong thing. I'm just gonna sit here and wait until someone tweets it. <laughs> is, this a, is that work? <coughs> Something Benjamin. Something Benjamin. Madea Benjamin. That's it. Nailed it. I feel like I'm being punched. Nailed it. Okay. Got it. No, it is Medea. It's just not Benjamin. Nailed it. <laughs> Chris is like, I don't know if he's joking. Medea Benjamin. Yes, we met her. <laughs> yep, that's her. Yeah. That's her. That's hey, there the we one. go. All right. Uh, by the way, Twitter kind of triggered you there. Jack did. Yes. Their did policies. you see that? Oh, I come did. on, dog. That is BS what he wrote. He wrote a whole string of uh, tweets in reference to the Alex Jones being banned, supposedly from Twitter. And first of all, Jack, you're the founder and owner of Twitter. And you have a string of tweets. I know. Can't you just... You don't know that this is a failure. Seriously? No, not just that. Can you just program your tweet to just do whatever the hell it wanted to do? I would be. I'm not doing this whole five tweets. Hey, guys, all this, I want this in one tweet. Make it happen. Right. I actually get 5,000 characters. Yes. I get unlimited. 
because, you know, I need it. I yes. Mean, we're all equal on Twitter, but some of us are a little more yes. equal. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the second fail is just in general, so many words. Oh, dude. And then the third is the content. Here's the content from at Jack. We didn't suspend Alex Jones or InfoWars yesterday. There it is. Didn't do it. Right there. He said they didn't do Done. it. Done. Case closed. Period. Isn't that pretty much all you need? Yes. Yes. That's, That's all it. you need. We didn't suspend Alex Jones. Yes. In fact, you or didn't Info even Wars. Or That's it. Yeah. He, he didn't even need 140 for that. Nope. Then he writes, we know it's hard for many, but the reason is simple. He hasn't violated our rules. We'll enforce it if he does, and we'll continue to promote a healthy conversational environment by ensuring tweets aren't artificially amplified. Truth is, we've been terrible at explaining our decisions in the past. We're fixing that. We're going to hold uh, Jones to the same standards we hold to every account, not taking one-off actions to make us feel good in the short term and adding fuel to the new conspiracy theories. (laughs) If we succumb and simply react to outside pressure rather than so many words. Do you need some water? I need a nap. Let me regroup here. React to outside pressure rather than straightforward principles. We enforce and evolve impartially, regardless of political viewpoints. <laughs> we become the service that's con- constructed by our personal views that can swing in any direction. That's not us. <laughs> Even Chris Cuomo was like, whoa, oh my gosh. accounts like alex jones can offer sensationalized issues and spread unsubstantiated rumors so it's critical journalists document validate and refute such information directly so people can form their own opinions this is what serves the public public conversation first or best so what does all that mean then I have no idea. I stopped listening. Again, we didn't suspend Alex Jones or InfoWars and then all of this. And by the way, it makes him look even worse because when he says, uh, we, uh, we're we trying to fix that. We're going to hold Jones to the same standard we hold to every account. Is he still up on Twitter? Yeah, he is. Is he still on Periscope? I don't know. I think he was as of yesterday. I don't know. But you... you this is stupid because you don't hold people to the same standards. They don't. We've seen that. Young, Sarah Young, still has an account, but Candace Owen got suspended for 24 hours. Wow, you're right. And, 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 it's and not by the, the way, is, uh, does, did James Gunn get suspended? From no. Where? James Gunn did not get suspended. So wow. you're not holding people to the same... St- that's what triggered me. I don't care about... Yes, I do care about Alex Jones, but what really... Upset me when he says we will hold Jones to the same standard we hold to every account. No, you're not. Candace Owens and Sarah Jung were the same tweets. The only thing you changed, she changed was black and white. Yes. And by the way, in today's world, isn't a black person talking to black people acceptable? The black people are the only one that can say the N-word. So right. why did you suspend Candace Owen? All she did was switch white to black. Both female, both minorities. Yes. Right. So... You're not holding people to the same standard. Now, Candace Owens was only down for a while, yes. but at least it was down. But but, but the point she is, down. it was down. Not at least, but at least it was down. Right? Yeah, they didn't take Sarah Jung's down at all. No, even when the controversy popped up. Yes, 
Where's the consistency at Jack? So that's what I don't believe that this is this is just a publicity stunt because you got this where he says we will hold Jones to the same standard we hold to every account. That and you're gonna love true. this. He linked to Twitter's rules. Yes, he did. And the heading for it is the Twitter rules, colon, a living document. It evolves, Chris. It's constantly growing. Just like the Constitution, right? Right, exactly. And it evolves so quickly. The mm-hmm. Twitter rules, it evolves so quickly that um, it only takes minutes and it'll evolve from a Sarah Jong to Candace Owens. Owens. Just minutes. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, listed uh, as part of the Twitter rules some examples of how our rules have changed. Okay. In August 2013, we added a section explicitly prohibiting, quote, targeted harassment to the Twitter rules under the abuse and spam category. In 2015, we added a separate abusive behavior section. In 2016, we shared more details around hateful conduct and how we enforce policy violations. Since then, we've updated the list of abusive behaviors we prohibit, including unwanted sexual advances, posting or sharing intimate photos and videos. Last year, we expanded hateful conduct and media policies. Isn't that all the same thing? Yes. This is so annoying. What it is, the evolution that he's talking about, the living document, is more of the same. It's Jack's personal oversensitivities, his hypersensitivities. He's a progressive. He's over-emotional and hypersensitive. And he gets triggered when he sees whatever it is in the news. And me too. Hashtag me too. Let's give him their own little power fist. Hands up. Yeah. Perfect example. Remember when he tweeted out about eating at Chick-fil-A and he got bombarded from that. Right. And he deleted and then apologizing for eating at Chick-fil-A. Yep. So the the living document actually works real well for him. Yes, it does. Because he's not consistent. Yes. Yes. He just gets hurt. Imagine being that that that's your life that you wake up in the morning and everything triggers you for some sort of emotional breakdown i would be doing everything i could to change my progressive ways is there some sort of conversion therapy i can go to what do i have to do because i would be tired of being triggered like that imagine waking up with some sort of mental disorder well chris you got ptsd yeah i do i still have it did you say in your life Wow, this is swell. Let me just go ahead and suffer. No. You say, what the hell can I do to stop this? Can I fix this? And then when they told me the solution, we have to kind of start triggering you even more so you can get used to it and just overcome it. I'm like, no, it sucks. Right, exactly. But you don't like it. No. What do they do? Oh, I just keep wringing my hands and living with this. They are emotionally damaged. They are so over emotional. And that's what Jackie is running this company. I just don't know how many of them, how so many of them are successful now. I don't know. Do you start it? Are you that triggered as the nerdy kids? So you sit in your parents' basement and you got nothing else to do but learn coding. Yeah. So you start writing websites. Yeah, you start or, writing websites. Yeah. yeah. Is that it? Yeah. The rest of them are just playing, you know, Call of Duty or something. <laughs> yeah. Fortnite. Sorry. Buddy. Oh, yeah. That's Fortnite. right. Can't do Call of Duty. Yeah. That's way too triggering. No, it's Fortnite. Sorry. <laughs> so violent. And by the way, why will you play Call of Duty? You support, uh, you know, American troops? No, they don't. That's the reason I made a mistake. Yeah, so I realized I, I was heading in the right direction. You were. But there was a failure. Yes, there. yes, yes. All right, tweets now. Hashtag what I learned today. Hashtag what I learned today. It's at Doc Thompson show at Real Chris Cruz. 
Uh, you got the C42 saying, if your rules are a living document, you're just making it up on the fly. <laughs> uh, Indiana Mike saying, what I learned today, Medea was on Alex Jones. Was that the episode called Diary of Mad 911 Truther? Yep. I think that's it. <laughs> you don't get that joke, do you? Yeah, I said Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Oh, okay, good. Wow. What do you mean I don't get it? Wow. You're that cultural? You're that urban? Cindy Sheehan. That's the name. Thank you, Florida Man, and maybe others as well. What are you talking about? I gave you the name it wasn't and a Medea. picture. Oh, my gosh. It wasn't Medea. DMXDM saying, but Doc, isn't a beautiful living document and Mexico is going to pay for it or something? I think so. I think. I just realized, do you know who Jack is? Who is Jack? He is Michael Scott. Oh, no. No, you give him way too much credit. Not as likable or funny. Oh, okay. But imagine working with this guy. That is this. It's a living document. Yeah, the rules say this. Sorry, it evolved. And yet, is that butthurt about yeah. everything? Is that yes. triggered about yes. stuff? It's okay. Michael's all about him. Okay. The ego. He's still incompetent. Just falls bass backwards into success. Yeah. He's Michael Scott. Yes. Uh, B. Tokar saying, stop with the too many words. I need a character limit in real life, too. If you run out of characters, just stop talking. Imagine that. I know I had to take a break from reading the tweets yesterday when he put that out there. I was like, okay, I read the first one. I'm going to go get some popcorn, maybe use the restroom, come back. I read the next one or two. Okay, let me move on. Put that aside for a minute. It's like, um, you know, you got a lot of chores to do and some of them are long. long. It's like, let me take a break. I'm going to do something else for a minute to come back to it. You know, refresh. (laughs) You have to pack a lunch when you read Jack's tweets. (laughs) Uh, Gail was also saying Cindy Sheham. Florida Man also said Cindy Sheham. So is it her or is it the one that I said? Medea is actually her stage name. No, but seriously, is Cindy and Medea the same person? <clears throat> well, yeah. It, I was kind of giving you business there. Medea ended up being her stage name. Years ago, you don't know her history, do you? No. She was an actress, like a B actress. And then she got triggered. I think it was... She had a, I want to say her son was in the service, whatever okay. it was. That started her protesting out at uh, George W. Bush's ranch. So she would stand out at the gate, Secret Service. She got to stay at least 400 feet away from the gate or whatever it is. So she camped out there and protested, okay. started this code ping thing, became famous. Alex used to put her on all the time. She eventually ran for office. So, so I was right. <clears throat> we were both right. Let's say that. <clears throat> no, I don't like that. Hmm? I don't like that. You know what? I feel kind of benevolent today. I'm going to go ahead and say you were right. Mm, I don't like that either. Okay. You gave I up. was right. I <laughs> was right. <laughs> you gave up too easily. <laughs> I try to be nice here and you give me the business. See, that's when it scares me when you're trying to be nice. That hurts a little bit. It should. You know what? Screw you. I was right. You just were in a. Uh, and by informed. the way, the whole start of Medea and the thing being an actress, I don't believe you. Look it up. No, I'm not going to look it up. Okay. No. Then we're right. Fine. What what what, 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 are you, what are you triggered? What do you give me that look for? Because like, uh, I don't know. What, what was her be? history? You didn't even know I her don't name. Know. Do you remember I, her camping out in front of George W. Bush's ranch? No, that's the thing. Like all these facts, you, all these facts. I'm going to make up 
that she was an actress. Yes. And then had a son who was her. Yes. And, and camped out in front of his yes. ranch in Texas. I'm going to make all of that up on the fly. Yes. You are giving me far too much credit. I need Snopes. Someone please call Snopes. By the way, she also turned the frogs gay. See, now that's... You, you now I'm going back the other way. Is he joking yeah. or not? Nobody knows. He's flashing at you. Coming out every direction. Look it up and you'll prove. I'm going to get a break in back with more on The Morning Blaze. Speak your mind. 888-900-3393. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of Generation Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network. morning show on the radio hosted by a white guy this is the morning blaze with doc thompson okay apparently there's still some dispute you're giving me the dispute yes it's her she was born with the name susan benjamin Mm -hmm. then she became medea benjamin Mm -hmm. this chick you keep talking about cindy uh shahans uh no no did you see the movie she was in what movie? Cindy Sheehan as as Medea. No, Medea Benjamin. No, dude, it is not there. Hmm. Like I even went back. I'm in. See, I knew you were messing with me, and I, this is the reason why I didn't want to look for it. And then I looked for it, and I know I was right. What? You were messing with me, <clears throat> and I did see something here about a ranch. So I, I'll give you the whole ranch thing. She's an actress by the name of Medea Benjamin. She is not. She's an American political activist that is the <laughs> author. And she was a candidate, like you said, in California in 2000, not in 2014. Uh, she, she did something in 2014. She didn't do anything in 2014. I'm and t- her son was killed in action. I don't know about that. I'm not there yet. Okay. I don't Should know who Medea Benjamin is at all, but Cindy Sheehan helped start Code Pink, and that's who I was talking about. I don't even know who Medea Benjamin is. You do know who Medea Benjamin is. We met her. We had a, a little argument with her. When did we meet her? Doc, at the climate change march. She was right there. You and her had an argument and I have video and we met her and you were saying, hey, that's a chick from Code Pink. I'm like, how do you know? No, it's her like, name is Cindy Sheehan. You're such a freaking idiot. Her name is Cindy Sheehan. I was giving you the business. No, giving you about no, Medea. you do I'm telling you, this is her. Yeah, Did somebody's they, posting something wrong. There. Oh, you're such a jerk, dude. You're such a jerk. I don't remember that exact. I mean, granted, I'm not remembering a lot now because it's been a rough rough year for me. But um, no, don't do that. But no, honestly, I, Cindy Sheehan, I was giving you the business about her being an actress, but Cindy Sheehan really did. See, and you do this thing with like, I'm giving you the business one thing and the other thing. And then I don't know what's true or not. I'm telling you the truth. Rule three. I came clean. See, I don't think that applies to me and you, though, because you always say you come <laughs> clean and you don't. I'm coming clean right now. See, yeah, I honestly don't remember Medea Benjamin. I do know Cindy Sheehan. She did camp out in front of Bush's ranch. She was not an actress. Her son was killed. She did at one point run for office. So there you go. So look up Cindy Sheehan and see her picture. Do we have our own controversy brewing here with Medea Benjamin? Maybe she has taken on. Did she transition? <laughs> See, there's Cindy Sheehan. No, this is not this is not the chick that we talked. No, this is not her. I didn't say that's who we no, talked to, but look, you'll see she helped start Code Pink. And look, son was killed. 
No, she did not start Code Pink, Doc. She was part of Code Pink. No, she wasn't at all. I think she was part of Code Pink. You such a douche. She did. No. Okay, Google Cindy Sheehan and Code Pink. Oh, my gosh. And what's it say? Code Pink and Cindy Sheehan confront our representative. Oh, into that there it is. She's with Code Pink. Oh, my gosh. You got... No. The issue was, did she start Code Pink? Oh, start, please. She was there in the early days. I don't know where... That does not mean anything. I don't know if she was their official person. I don't know if she was the secretary and not the president of Code Pink. No, 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 no. But she was an active... If we go back on the tape, you said she started Code Pink because her son died and she confronted... I said started with Code Pink. You You missed the word with. I said started with Code Pink. With... Why? She started. Code Pink was there. She started with them. Like, uh, I did not start the Blaze, but I started with the Blaze in 2013. No, it doesn't work like that. I said started with. Words are important. Okay. And right now, you're so confusing me. I do not know what it is. Okay, so by the way, I didn't say start with. I thought she actually started, but I think she, she was one it. of the integral members. You can't on. do that. She though. was one of the starters. No, you are wrong. Okay, so I got that right, but why are you so triggered about Benjamin? Be- because I'm telling because I was right and you were wrong. Who is Ben Medea? Ben Medea? Benjamin Medea. Who is Benjamin Medea? Medea Benjamin is the lady we talked to and we interviewed. We got into a fight with our well, verbal argument. I think you got it backwards. It's Benjamin Medea. No. It was a dude. That was part no. of the irony here no, is that a dude is what started Code Pink. No. <clears throat> right before he transitioned and he flipped his name instead of like some people, you know, you go, my name is Ben, but I'm going to go by Ben Dia, you know, just feminize it. He actually just flipped Medea Benjamin because Medea is more like a woman's name. <clears throat> he was an actor who became an actress and his state was <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Die. Let me get a break in here. That was fun. And uh, we'll figure the rest out. We'll just regroup. How's that? You ready to regroup? Chris is going to have a cola. Sit back and relax. Okay, good. Get the tweets in. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey there, it's Doc Thompson. I want to tell you about another show that I think you're going to like. It's called The News and Why It Matters. It's a group of us talking about news stories that we think are important and why those stories matter to you. The News and Why It Matters. Look for it wherever you download your favorite podcast. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Okay, I think we can just move on. But let me just clear everything up and say, the Chris thought I was messing with that, I, that he thought I didn't remember meeting Medea Benjamin at the climate march. Okay. As it turns out, I really did not remember. But he pulled up some video that he still had, and then I remembered. I wasn't messing with you on that. Okay. <clears throat> because I come clean, see? That's okay. what it is. So I was not messing with you on that. I was messing with you on the rest. Okay. Not on the Cindy Sheehan, because she was part of Code Pink, and I thought she, she was wasn't. one of the... I did think she... No, she was. I thought she was one of the, the founders. I don't know if she was. We haven't figured that out, but she was definitely a part of it at that point. So now that we've clarified that, do you feel a little bit better? Because I feel a little bit better. 
Yeah, because obviously Big Daddy was saying, for the love of all that is holy, can Chris Crew shut up about Cindy slash Thank you. Medina. And I was not the Medina So let's just move on. Let's just move on again. Let me tell you about Brickhouse Nutrition, and then we'll completely move on here. Brickhouse Nutrition is offering, of course, their Field of Greens, which is a fantastic product. Listen, not everybody can cook. Not everybody likes vegetables, but you need them. That's how you eat healthy. You lose weight. You live a better life and hopefully live a little longer and better quality life throughout those years. With vegetables, we know it's the key. We've always known that's part of the key. So what do you do? If you don't like them, you don't know how to make them, you don't have the time, use Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. Just go to BrickhouseDoc.com, BrickhouseDoc.com, and order Field of Greens. It's not an extract or just the vitamins. It's actually the vegetables, and you just go ahead and mix them in powdered form with a liquid. They say eight ounces of water, drink it down, and you're good to go. And each one gives you a full dose, one portion of the fruits and vegetables category on the nutritional pyramid. So just go to Field of Greens uh, website at BrickHouseDoc.com and order today. Celebrity Chef Patrick talks business and food trends with Doc Thompson and the Always Hungry Morning Blaze crew. Okay, so we told you about eating healthy with the Field of Greens. After you have your Field of Greens, you roll on up to the Iowa State Fair and eat all the stuff you're not supposed to. Oh, does that start? It starts tomorrow, baby. Oh. Yeah, they're pretty sure it starts yeah, tomorrow. So does mm-hmm. that mean that DMXDM will be busy for the next couple of weeks? Um, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, double check. Check to make sure it starts tomorrow. I think it does. Yeah, it starts tomorrow. Yeah. Is that it? 11 yeah. days. Mm-hmm. So uh, some of the interesting things in the Iowa State Fair is one of the leaders in fair food um, inventions or they're the cutting edge of new fair food tech. Yeah. Is that um, giving them too much credit? Uh, how about just... Um, Everything on a stick. <coughs> Everything on a stick you could imagine. Okay, good deal. Uh, Iowa State. Have you ever been to Iowa State Fair? Uh, yeah, it's been years, though. Iowa State Fair uh, is awesome. It is legit. Very cool. And I had the benefit of having DM, who is an Iowa State Fair alum from you know going back to when he was a child, to go, okay, don't go over there. Go over here. Go here. Don't do this. One of these stands that he and his lovely wife took me to, they're like, this is a staple of ours. We got to go every year. Is and it's it's so simple, and it is so wonderful. How come the rest of us do not do this? How come there are not food trucks with this? They have a sandwich. There's a stand that offers a sandwich, and if I remember right, I think it's pretty much like a cold cut sandwich. They may grill it too. I can't remember that part. But the bread that they use for the sandwich is elephant ears. It's the dough that they make from the oh. the elephant ears or fried dough. So, you know, when you get the fried dough, there's parts of it that are crispier and parts of it that are doughy. Mm-hmm. It's a little more the doughy part. But you know that flavor that the, that dough has? That's what they use. Oh, man, that sounds delicious. <clears throat> it is it is so simple and so wonderful. That sounds really good. Yeah. And, and do, I mean, it's just the... Just the that's it. That's it? It is so simple. So yeah, yeah, I think you have a choice of, of proteins, of meats. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a choice of cheeses as well. But yeah, that it sounds delicious. With, so they, they make them smaller. It's not that that size. So it's about the size of a bun. All top right. So and bottom. DM and DM needs to tweet out what the name of that is so we can find it. Yeah, and, and it must have a, uh, a same the same spot every year. Yeah, because they, they knew right where it was that year, or maybe they had already looked it up when gotcha. I was. Gotcha. All right, so let's see what else they have at the Iowa State Fair this year. What other good things, maybe some well, new stuff they're offering? Well, I think uh, one of the number one items is uh, pork belly on a stick, which is basically brown sugar bacon on a stick. Okay, good deal. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. good. Good mm-hmm. idea. In fact, I don't know why more people just don't offer bacon. 
think it's a great idea. Yeah, um, they have uh, sliced portobello. This year they port- uh, fried portobellos on a stick, so it's cross sections of a portobello mushroom. It's breaded with like a cor- it needs something. Oh, it's got breaded, a cor- okay. it's got a cornmeal crust on it, and then it's deep fried. It actually looked pretty good. Do they give you a dip? You think with it? Uh, there must be some sort of sauce. They didn't go into a lot of detail here because uh, the the grand champion of this mm-hmm. year's food, uh, the the new food of the year mm-hmm. grand prize winner, has not been named yet. Um, oh, I see what you're saying. The list yeah. that you have because you're mm-hmm. still under. I exactly. saw a, a pickle popper. Yeah, this so year. The, the pickle popper is basically instead of having a jalapeno that's breaded and then uh, you know stuffed with cream cheese, breaded and deep fried, they use a pickle in it instead. It actually I looks pretty that's, good. Uh, that's probably more universal mm-hmm. too. And that that one actually ranked up there in the top. Mm-hmm. I think it's in the top ten right now. Done right. I could see that. Yeah, they, they have pickle beer this year. What is pickled beer? Yeah. So, uh, is it pickled or pickle? It's pickle beer. So beer made with pickle I juice? think that they use pickle brine as part of the process while they're, while they're brewing. But apparently it's supposed to be really good. It has a sour, um, slightly spicy taste to it. Just a little bit, of, uh, little bit of fruitiness to it that comes from the... There's jalapenos in the particular pickles that they use for this beer. Oh, so there's a little kick to it, too. Uh, just, actually, the spiciness really isn't there. It's just kind of an after aftertaste. Okay. But the, the, there's kind of a berry flavor that comes out with it for some reason. That mm-hmm. would be an interesting one. Uh, what else at the Iowa State Fair? Yeah, Some so there's uh, the apple egg rolls scored very really high this year, which are basically egg, you know, basically the apple fritter, little uh, apple pie type yeah, thing. Yeah. They're stuffed. If it's in more of an egg roll type yeah, thing, is yep. that what it is? Small with a dipping sauce, caramel dipping sauce. Yeah, I, I, people have tried versions of that, uh, other things like that in the past. Smaller deep fried stuff. I think the the. It's really a pie. It's a mini pie. It's it an is. empanada, whatever. I think that's going to be something. We talked about this recently that I think that's going to be uh, kind of a trend. Yeah, these little finger foods that are trans- they're really easily transportable. You can but take like them pie anywhere. like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, popcorn on a stick is a big one this year. Okay, I'm like conjuring yeah. up a lot of different images. Is that more like popcorn ball? Or yeah, is it- actually, they kind of, uh, it's more log shaped around the, around the stick. Okay. And then they drizzle it with different, like whether it's chocolate or caramel. Um, you know, crush nuts on there, things like that. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to avoid the bell, but I think it's going to have to get that ready. <laughs> so, is it sweet then? It's more of like a sweet take sure, on it. Yeah. So there, are, there are a bunch. Just as popcorn on a stick, um, but it showed a bunch of variations. I'm sure there's you can some take savory, a lot, some sweet. You can take that a lot of fun ways that really tasty stuff. Oh, yeah, there. Parmesan. Uh, one of the I haven't seen when I was in Korea has been years ago. It's like eight years. Wife takes me when we're doing the street. Food stuff, and you, you don't ask what the meat is. You just eat it, you know. <laughs> but they had essentially a hot dog on a stick, mm-hmm. so like a corn dog. But instead of cornmeal, they had rolled it in something and then French fries. Hmm. And it was huge. So the French fries were smushed? No, no. Just first they're just put they're there. all around it, but I don't know how they got them all to stay, stay on, on there. there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it is stuck on there. Okay. And it's huge. And um, then they drizzled all around it two different sauces, and one of them was the red sauce. The, the um, Is that Kogujang? Kogujang, yeah. Kogujang. Uh, the red sauce that you get is the regular Korean flavor mm-hmm. stuff. And then there was like a white sauce with it, too. Awesome. That, that sounds really good. we got to find out what that's called. Yeah. See if we can mimic that. But I can't, I can't believe more people haven't done just fries sticking to the, the hot dogs and stuff. That's, that sounds that's better than the, corn, than the corn dog. Are you a corn dog fan? Mm-mm. I like corn dogs when they're done well. Yeah, yeah if they're done well, I, I like them. So this year they have a uh, – there's a different sausage. It's not, uh, it's not corn dog. I believe it's something like it's not bratwurst. It's uh, but they have a sausage. Basically, it's a corn dog with a different sausage in there. Uh, okay, I could. Oh, that's interesting. Then, mm-hmm. yeah, you could take that a lot of different ways. Yep. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, you could take the sausage in different ways. You can. You could. Uh, you could take the Polish sausage. Okay. You could take the Italian sausage. Okay. You, know, you could take any of the sausage okay. and, and and make it into a corn dog. Okay. Right? Just making sure. Yeah. They have the not-so-thin mint ice cream. Uh, not-so-thin mint ice cream, which is dipped in chocolate. It has crushed up Andy's candies in the ice cream. Oh, so it's like an Andy. Yeah, they do a scoop, and then they yeah, dip it in the, in the chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, oh, they're serving chicken livers and chicken gizzards this year. Yes! Which, which I actually like. I'm just yes. surprised they're doing it at the state oh, fair. Oh, this, yes. this is the Puerto Rican coming out. Here we yes, go. Yes, it is. This is the poor kid that grew up no, in farm country the, uh, coming out. Grab that chicken and let's eat everything that that chicken provides. You, thro- you throw a uh, plantain next to that and Chris oh. is never leaving. <laughs> I'll be camping out at that little location at the fair. I'm like, oh, I'm next. Yeah, I was never a chicken livers and gizzards person. Really? No. Yeah. Hmm. How about uh, pofertes? You know what that is? Oh, yeah. What is that? Pofertes? No. It's it's uh, these little Dutch pancakes. They're little puffy Dutch pancakes served with um, whipped cream, powdered sugar, and then sliced strawberries and stuff on them. They're serving that this oh, year Oh, that well. sounds nice. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't... You know what's funny is I didn't see any funnel cake. Any variations on it? I, I, no. I mean, I'm sure you can get funnel cake there. We're talking yeah. like some of the new stuff. I saw honey sriracha cheese Cheese sticks Mm -hmm. yes that one is actually high that was one of the lowest scoring dishes but one of the fan favorites flavor wise okay see that's i could tell that Mm -hmm. where's the sriracha is it drizzle or is it well here's one picture i pulled mm -hmm. up of it it's actually it's in in, it's inside the bat it's underneath the batter i like is it it still liquid or it's 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 kind of it's a little cooked off right well what you do the, the cheese sticks are frozen before you fry them so you probably take the cheese stick and dip it in the sriracha honey sauce, mm-hmm. and that makes it stick, and then you dip it in the batter and fry it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So and that whole thing is frozen. I'm sure they pre-make them. So it's, the, it's too hard to so do. So it's the flavor. It's not like a liquid sriracha. Correct. Because, you know, like listen, liquid. people like sweet and spicy. Yeah. This, is, this is a big push. They really yep. love that. And that Thai flavor is kind of popular mm-hmm. right now. One of those Snickers in a waffle on a stick. Snickers, Snickers in a waffle. waffle on a stick. Cool. That would work. Is yeah. it fried? I'm, you know, I'm going to assume it is. Yeah, because that's the only way I will eat it. Yeah, those. I mean, that's not revolutionary, but no. the flavors are pretty interesting. That's that's pretty. Yeah, cool. cookie dough and a waffle on a stick, chicken and a waffle on a stick, breakfast sausage and a mm-hmm. waffle on a stick. Mm-hmm. What is it with you guys on the sticks? Well, that's fair food because it's, it's, it's easy to eat. Meat on a stick, man food. Yeah, it's 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 handy. Cool. You're walking in the fair. You need uh, you know one hand to eat and the other one to to scoop something. You need. So you got one hand to hold it, one to scoop. One to one to wipe who's it off your shirt your, with a napkin. Hold your water, your beverage. What are you scooping? No, if you have to use a fork oh, for something, that's what oh, I'm okay. I'm like, if what you, are you scooping? Well, no, so or scooping or whatever. If you have to use a utensil, if it's on a stick, mm-hmm. then you only need one hand to eat it. Mm-hmm. Then you still got the other hand for a Coke okay. or a water or something like that. Okay. Otherwise, you have to get it separate. Or you have to say to the spouse, all right, we're going to have to eat in shifts here. You hold, you hold the condiments, my napkins, and my water. I'll eat, and then we we'll swap. Right, right before we leave, we'll get you something too. <laughs> we'll get you something in the car on the way home. Don't worry. You can eat. I mean, you're going to need to eat before we go, so you can hold all my stuff. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, uh, I saw beef bur- beef burnt ends. Oh yeah, so the beef burnt ends are the the uh, little the the dark pieces that come off of a brisket after you after you smoke the brisket mm-hmm. and then they, they chop those, those up the small and uh i would want to say they serve them over fries here or yeah they did yeah. that's what i saw but i saw a pork burnt end which pork. is new mm-hmm. so i'm sure that either comes off a smoked pork sh- pork shoulder 
or smork, uh, smoked pork loin. Mm-hmm. And before they slice that up, they cut the ends off. And um, it has to be something that's not too fatty. Because we spoke about this before. If you have like uh, something that's like uh, beef belly, uh, pork belly, it's too too fatty. I mean, it's just all oil and there's mm. no there's no flavor to it. It's just too or all flavor and fat. You need something there's to no, cut through. No that. texture to it. Yeah, or there's like nothing. That. Just falls to mush. Yeah, that makes sense. I could see that though. But uh, you're a pork fan too, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. I think you could do that if if done properly. Absolutely. That could be really good because you get those little corners of meat when you're cooking, you know, and you oh, yeah. slice that little piece off, and, caramelized and yeah. sticky. And, that could be good. Um, all right, cool. And then when is the Texas State Fair? I think that's late September, early yeah, October. Yeah, you know what? I believe it is the late September. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't week. been to the Columbus Texas. Day. That's early October. So, yeah, I think that would cover. Um, yeah, I would. Uh, I'd like to go to the Texas. You, you didn't go last year, Mm-mm. did you, when you were here? Mm-mm. Yeah, that's uh, Texas is another big one. Iowa's another big one. A lot of people are saying Minnesota. Minnesota State Fair is one of the big ones. That's a big one. There Arizona Arizona's are, actually huge as well. Arizona's huge. Mm-hmm. So the big ones we just mentioned, Texas, Iowa, Minnesota, Ohio, uh, Arizona is big. And there's another one that I'm missing here. I think those are the probably the biggest. Those are some of the biggest. 10. I know Arizona State, uh, the Arizona State Fair for years and years was the largest state fair. And did you go growing up? Have you ever Absolutely, been? yeah. And for some reason, I was fixated. They had these little remote control sailboat things. Those were cool. I remember yeah, those. Yeah, but I used to spend like, I, I don't know why, I'd stand there for hours playing with them. I don't. These are probably motorboats, not sailboats. But yeah, those the little motorboats ones, too. They yeah. had the water and you could. Yeah. 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 You get on the far side, you can't tell which boat's yours. Sail. You can't. <laughs> Oh, wait, your that fan was, that, that way. Was, that was Central Aim the Park fan when I was over. a kid, yeah. <laughs> hoist the jib. Hoist, hoist the mainsail. That's what it did. It was a remote control. It the sails up and down. Now, I remember when they had those as well. That was always fun. What did, mm-hmm. you, did you pull it up? A list of them? Oh, way too many. There's, I can give you the top five according to this. Yeah, there's different lists that will tell yeah. you those. Uh, uh, what do you got there? Where do we of the at? state fairs. Uh... I don't think this is it. Iowa State Fair usually yep. ranks number Iowa's, one. Yeah, Alaska State Fair. I've never even heard that they had one. <laughs> New so York State Fair. Never heard of theirs getting anything. Minnesota I State Fair. I have heard Minnesota's legit. And Texas. And Texas is going to be up there as well. All right, quick break. Back with more as we do our lightning round with Chef Patrick Mosier next in the Morning Blaze. You're waking up to the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, part of Generation Blaze, only on the Blaze Radio Network. HR said we had to. So, it's the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Chef Patrick Mosier with us. Follow him on Twitter at FoodBizPro. You can also go to FoodBizPro.com. If you are in need of a business consultant, contact him there. He specializes, of course, in the food service industry. Um, let's do a lightning round. Some interesting things happening regarding food and food service around the world. Joel Robichon. Yes, the, Passed mo- away. the most celebrated chef uh, in the Michelin star guide. He had 32 Michelin stars. Passed away the other day from cancer at okay. I believe, 74 years Sad, old. but what a, what a sham. Paul Robichon, or Joel Robichon, mm-hmm. Paul, whatever, sham. Why? His big, like, one of his big things, like, he's known for is mashed potatoes. 
<laughs> yeah, not not just. I mean, the best mashed potatoes ever. Okay, yes, I love mashed potatoes, but there you you top out. Yes, you know, and his mashed potatoes were not like no, no. He pioneered the jalapeno mashed potatoes. No, Chris, <laughs> they were mashed potatoes with four ingredients, mm-hmm. which is potatoes, uh-huh. uh, butter, uh-huh. milk, and salt. Mm-hmm. Just four ingredients. No, that's not. No, sorry. I mean, and okay, wonderful, excellent. Come on, man. And by the way, if, how you're, is that your, if you're that famous, how's it? I just heard of you. And I'm a pretty good when it comes to chefs. Well, because he was making things like mashed potatoes and getting famous. That sounds like a scam, Patrick. Yeah, yeah no, not really. He had uh, he had right, he had almost 20 restaurants operating throughout the world. Hong Kong, Bangkok. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Nobel for that? Come on. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, he was the most celebrated uh, chef through the Michelin Guide. He was given Chef of the Century uh, by, the, the, by the French Council. His, uh, his other big mm-hmm. guy was a Mac salad. Oh, Salad, yeah, okay. and uh, it had four ingredients: ingredients uh-huh. lettuce, tomatoes, and dressing. Where's the fourth one? Nah, he just over, he oversold it. Oh, okay, yeah, that's all it was. Love was yeah, love. It was a little love, love. special ingredient. Okay. He, he was actually his one fourth of star came from uh, water. Oh, it, how it many was, ingredients on that? Two. Mm. What is it? Uh, water and ice. Ooh. Hydrogen and oxygen. Hydrogen, hydrogen and oxygen. Uh, no, lemon. Right. no lemon. No lemon. This? No, no. We kept it simple. Simple. <laughs> Had you ever had God his mashed potatoes? You know, after- <laughs> did you ever try his mashed potatoes? Uh, yes, but not his salad. Okay, because they were Yukon Gold, right? Yeah. That's what he used. <clears throat> did you try his mashed potatoes or toss his salad? Either one. No, but they were creamy. That's what I hear, but they were really like uh, thin and liquidy, right? I'm going to get roasted for this later. Were- I mean, literally <laughs> roasted in hell. Uh, hey, hey. He should be lucky that we just roasted him. Yeah. But he was really famous, and I'll take him that they were good. Maybe if I tried him, I'd be like, wow. Okay. I'll you tweet the recipe out later. You can, can still try them. Yeah, you tweet the recipe. You should try right. to make him, and then we'll know. Absolutely. I think that's a good challenge for next uh, next Wednesday morning. Sounds good. What is this here? You brought us some... Uh, ah, so, uh, so you know, a few days ago was uh, International Street. Beer Day, and Kentucky. Saturday coming yeah. up, I believe, is National Hangover Day. And so there was a challenge on Twitter is, would I step up, though, and bring something for you and Chris to drink with the morning leftovers? So I happened to bring a Baker's, Friday, yeah. Baker's 7 small batch uh, bourbon, which is one of the top 10 bourbons right Ooh. now. And so you can take a sip on uh, Friday. Let me know how it goes. And uh, hopefully you will not have a hangover on Saturday. And yeah, and that ends up back in the coffers. So the challenge so is out there, Chris, on Friday to see if we have a hangover on Saturday. Hmm, interesting. Or just something to drink to wash down the Friday leftovers. Hmm. I would say this. Challenge accepted. No, already? That's right. The gauntlet has been thrown. It's there, people. Okay. It is on. I'm gonna, we're we're going to drink this. We're going to okay. talk about the Friday leftovers. We'll okay. mention Cindy Sheehan a couple of bit. And Chris is ready to go. Somehow. You're so triggered by her. I did not let it go. go. All right, moving on. Rest of the lightning round here, which hasn't been very lightning today. Misery and Mom led this entrepreneur to build a $220 million brand. Misery and Mom led to an entrepreneur building a huge brand. If she were a teenager, I'd think Misery and Mom were the same thing. (laughs) Yep. But actually, this is a young lady. uh, Well, she's in her 40s now. She's the co-founder of Noosa. Have you had Noosa before? Oh, I've heard. Is that the yogurt? Yeah, that's the yogurt brand based in Boulder. And um, so she was actually at when you're in high school and in Australia, you have to decide at 15 what you want your career path to be. And, you know, as any smart young student there, she chose, uh, of all things, accounting. 
Right. So she was in the middle of her studies. She'd finished a couple of years of her studies, and she was so frustrated at the studies, hating herself, she took a year off. Her mom said, I'll buy you a plane ticket anywhere in the world. And she chose Boulder, Colorado. So she went to Boulder for a year, kind of lived the life up there. She came back, um, and she actually finished her degree in um, not accounting but advertising or marketing, and then ended up moving back to Boulder. And after like five or six years of doing this, she was like, she's just going stir crazy, ready to, you know, take her life. And so she took some time off and she went for a hike one day. She actually went to work for Izzy. Remember the Izzy sodas? Yeah. Um, yeah. She went to work for them. And she, so she liked the food and beverage industry. And eventually um, she just, she, oh, she went back to Australia and her mother had moved to a seaside town called Noosa. Not and that's where, where it got the name. Yeah, that's where it got the name. And so she came back. She found a creamery, creamery in Boulder in 2009. And she founded Noosa. And then they sold that to a large company in 2014. You're she, telling me that things are so bad in America, we have to import entrepreneurs? Sad. Apparently. Yeah. Sad day. Apparently. That's a sad, sad day. All right, moving on. Apparently, Canada Dry ginger ale has no ginger in it. And the lawsuits are flying. Yeah, so now one of the fourth, uh, I believe the fourth class, oh, here we go. One of the fourth class action, I think it's the fourth class action lawsuit has been filed by Julie Fletcher uh, in New York, who says that Canada Dry has common law fraud, deceit, and misrepresentation by saying that there's fresh ginger in there. Uh, Does it actually say fresh ginger? The cans and bottle used to say that. uh, Mine says made from real ginger. Real ginger. And mm-hmm. with real juice. Yep. But actually, if well, you... Chris has a, a ginger, the new, ginger have, ale lemonade. Yeah. Is there real lemon in it? Uh, I could taste the lemon. So if you go to their website, the ingredients are, that are listed are actually carbonated water, high fructose corn syrup, syrup, citric acid, sodium benzoate, natural flavors, and caramel color. That's it. Oh, but don't they claim that it's some extract in something? It is. It's, in? it's it's ginger flavor, basically. Okay. Wow. But you remember, I mean, they used to have the commercials where they would pull the ginger plant up, and at the bottom of the ginger plant was a can of ginger ale. Oh, yeah. So the alliteration was that there was, it was based, it was made from real ginger. Does it really matter? It doesn't. I mean, I want truth in advertising and transparency is fine, but lady, if this is your big push. Shut up. I mean, you just, come on. Just move on. Most of the rest of us know this stuff exists. Yes. I mean, you just go, okay, fine. Just say, just say take it off the label. And how are you damaged by this? Thank you. Well, so, they, they, but Ginger has great health properties. And she's thinking, okay. Mm. All right, follow him on Twitter. It's at FoodBizPro or go to FoodBizPro.com for Chef Patrick Mosier. Get a quick break in, come back with more on this, The Morning Blaze. Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, part of Generation Blaze, on the Blaze Radio Network. of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blades with Doc Thompson. Die, good stuff. Lots of good stuff. We, we, I don't know if we can get up to the Iowa State Fair this year. You have a ton going on with the wedding. I, I do. have a ton of stuff going on. Yeah. 
But um, I definitely want to do that. I want to do a, a, tour, a fair tour. Wouldn't that be fun? I was just, oh, you're so stupid. I was just thinking that too. I was like, how, can we hit like all the state, like well, the I mean, big ones? I just think it would be really cool for the show. I mean, our audience, we're fair goers, yeah. let's be honest. Yeah, right? look at us fat and ugly. No, some people go, oh. you know, we could do the Ivy League college tour. That's what some shows oh, are saying. Got it, got it, got it. We're going, let's do the, hey, let's do the state fair tour. They got big trucks, they got booze, and they got stuff on a stick. Mm. Done. That's who I am. That that is our that is our community. So yeah, no, but it'd be cool uh, just to see and try all the foods, and then you maybe pick the best ones or whatever. So we'd have to plan that for next year. That'd be really cool. Lots of tweets coming in. Hashtag what I learned today. Watch McCallis saying, "Okay, Chris thinks the ginger L is a non-issue, but it's trigger over the Shehan slash Benjamin controversy." Yeah. No, I mean, listen, we want, you, you have to have transparency. It, people should put what's really in the stuff. Mm-hmm. And if I don't think Ginger or Canada Dry has put, we have ginger in this. I mean, is it that and obvious? What does it say? It says made from real ginger. So I got to give them that. Made from real. They may be clinging to a technicality the way it's worded. Yeah. But all right, I'll side with her. I'll Yes. That she is right, they should be yes. transparent, don't lie, don't manipulate. Yes. I still think it shouldn't be a priority in your life. Yeah, because and, you- I, and Patrick and I were talking off the air. Her issue was she was drinking it, or her daughter was, for the health benefits of the ginger. Yeah. Okay, thank you for saying that, because Sarah the Roma is saying, I buy ginger ale for my daughter when her stomach is upset. So yes, it matters if a company is misrepresenting themselves. So, is it because of the ginger yeah. that is settling her stomach? It's the ginger that's helping her when the stomach is Okay, because I had always heard that. When, when we get Me sick too. with our little mom, yes. give you ginger ale yeah. or something like that. But I didn't know it was the ginger. I think, let's be frank, is kind of like, he knows what's happening. He says, ginger is the name of the saucy girl who helps make the Canada dry. Oh, Therefore, okay. they made it she's with without, ginger. Oh, she's I bet, you know what? He might be. Wouldn't right. it be hilarious? He might be right. If 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 that's what they clung to, yeah. Your Honor, uh, in regards to my client's lawsuit or my client being sued that there is no ginger, it was not made with ginger. I present ginger. Ginger. She works the line at our processing plant, our main plant in Sheboygan. <laughs> and by the way, we only hire ginger. Actually, wouldn't is their main plant in Canada? Uh, I know I'm, this is Plano. <laughs> It's a product. It's not going to be there. All right. Let's move on. Uh, get the tweets in. In the meantime, we'll share something coming up. It's uh, Ooh, I got one about the, the Iowa Fair. Yes. What is that? DMXEM saying tomorrow begins uh, year 22 of going to the Iowa State Fair every day. Oh, Trust- yeah. That's right. He goes every day of every 22 years. Goes every day. Trust me. We know we're Everything is. It's and a job at of, that point. Yes, it is. They were awesome hosts, yes. though. They really took care by of By the end right of the there. fair, I'll have tried all the new foods. Damn. Cool. Good stuff. That is good. Awesome. All right. Uh, get the tweets in with the hashtag, what I learned today. I got to take a moment and tell you about Patriot Mobile's great deal that they are offering right now. Love Patriot Mobile because they're actually doing something. The foundation of the company is things we believe in. The founding values... Weren't just, hey, let's start a company, whatever. It's how can we start a company that will do good and make money? Do good for us and our values and America and everyone who believes like we do. 
and then also make some money. They're the only conservative cell phone company in America that fights for your values. They partner with over 15 conservative organizations like Gun Owners of America, the NRA, the Heritage Foundation, the Susan B. Anthony List, and more to promote conservative change. They take a portion of your bill and contribute it back to those organizations at no extra cost to you. So you could support causes that believe or causes that you believe in and switch to Patriot Mobile's nationwide, super fast, super reliable network. And it doesn't take a whole lot of effort or no extra money. You may actually save money. They have unlimited talk and text plans that start at just $20 a month. And you could save on iPhones while supplies last only 4 bucks a month. And with a value like that, it's not one size fits all. Well, I'll have to take that phone because it's cheaper. No, they have multiple ones available. But you got to hurry because it's while supplies last. Contact them today. Patriot Mobile, patriotmobile.com slash doc or 800-APATRIOT. Supply, while supplies last on the iPhones for 4 bucks a month. I mean, they have some Androids too, but pff, you know, whatever. Who wants those? If you're into that sort of thing, that's fine. Still 4 bucks a month. It's all while supplies last. My guess is there will be more supplies lasting of the Androids yeah. and less of the iPhones. Yes, I I could say yes on that one. And there are some crazy people that would probably Jeffy. go for the iPhone, uh, Androids as well. Jeffy. Or maybe everyone rushes to get the iPhone for $4 a month. And There's none left. Have... And you're like, all right, I'll choose one of the Androids for $4 a month. For you that, know. just went to the next promo. Could be. Something yeah. like that. 800-APATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash doc. Sign up today. Again, 800-APATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash doc. Jordan McGillis joins us now from the American Energy Alliance. Hey, Jordan. Good morning. I'm happy to talk with you guys about energy. I'm also happy to talk with you about Fried Twinkies and other fair <laughs> Where do you hail from these days? Well, I'm in Washington, D.C. now here in the swamp, but I'm originally from Evansville, Indiana, so I know fair food well. Oh, you got fair food then. You got it. Uh, heartland of America. So America's Energy Alliance, one of the reasons we're having Jordan on today is talk about this new push. This has happened before, and they're, they're working on this again. And I can imagine if there's a blue wave, any type of success this fall, it's going to be even worse that they are pushing a horrible carbon tax. That's exactly right. The, the carbon tax, to give your listeners the basics, would be a fee that the government would levy on basically any source of fossil fuel fossil fuel energy. So electricity that comes from uh, coal and gas-fired power plants, gasoline, anything like that would be driven up in price. Uh, The particular one that we're looking at now is proposed actually by a Republican, Carlos Curbelo, Florida's 26th district. And that would be a $24 uh, per ton of carbon dioxide fee. What that translates to you in practice would be about a 10% increase in your electricity rate or about 10 cents on a gallon of gas. Jordan, um, I hate to call you out on this. Obviously, you've made some sort of mistake here because you said Carlos uh, Curbelo of Florida is a Republican. Obviously, I mean, I hate to point out your mistake there. I mean, you know, is he... He's, he, ident- he identifies as a Republican. <laughs> and today, identification there is, it is. is what, we, uh, what we work with. Come on, Jordan. This, this is the problem here. This is what we fight every day. It's hard enough to keep people difficult enough to keep politicians straight on this stuff. But you, you support a party to fight off the really bad from another party. And it turns out they're still sticking it to you. A 10% increase in our energy prices. That's huge. And, and it's fascinating. We, we actually are seeing a situation where there are very, very few 
Republicans that are supporting the carbon tax. But this is a Republican uh, proposed bill, and it was it was co-sponsored by Brian Fitzpatrick of Pennsylvania's 8th District. Uh, and this came on the heels of a resolution, which, which we viewed very positively, a resolution uh, that was put forward by Steve Scalise. And that resolution asked each member of Congress to say whether they thought a carbon tax would be bad for the economy or whether they were open to the idea. And what we saw was that six Republicans uh, defected and said that they would be okay with the carbon tax. Seven Democrats, however, sided with us against the carbon tax. So it's not all bad, and we don't expect this Curbelo bill to make much headway. But like you said, if we get a change of the House in November, maybe things change. Right. And you don't know what type of manipulation. I like to think the president wouldn't end up signing something like this. But again, there's a lot of progressive Republicans out there. And just to put this into perspective for you, if it's only 10 percent, and by the way, do you think it would stay at only 10 percent if they do this? No. If it only ends up being a 10 percent increase in, let's say, your your energy use at home at just $166 a month for your energy use on average over the course of 12 months, which for a lot of people is very low. And only that's an extra $200 at the end of the year that is post-tax money. So you'd have to earn like 250 or whatever. Can you just give up an extra $250 for just your home energy costs? And how much money do you spend on gas a month? Do you spend probably about that much more? Okay, right there is an extra $500 of earned money for nothing. And Jordan, explain how this works. This is a carbon tax. Would this? Would his plan be based on a, a sold carbon credits as well, or just a tax? Basically, it would be a tax, and it would be assessed at uh, the source of the energy production. So we're talking about um, natural gas processing plants at the mouths of coal mines, at oil refineries, they would be the ones who are paying in the government. But, of course, that cost gets passed along to the consumer because we're just going to see higher prices as a result. And you're right, that 10% figure uh, that I mentioned, that comes from a, a source friendly to the carbon tax. That was a Columbia University study. So we can be just uh, pretty sure that, that it would be a lot higher than that in practice because that's how these things go. Right. Um, over the course of the next decade, what this, again, this is a pro-carbon tax study, they said it would cost the average family between 800 and 900 dollars a year in the next 10 years well we can all just do without that amount of money we've got that laying around right well and then think about it jordan it almost becomes a um a vat too because it we keep seeing this tax so let's say they just put this into place and it's roughly 10 percent tax on carbon well Let's say the energy producer, okay, we're digging coal out of the ground, and like you said, it's at the mouth of the coal mine, so to speak, and they pass that 10% on to us. Great. How do they get the coal to where it's going? They got to transport it, meaning whatever energy they use to transport it has been taxed all the way back where it started. And what type of vehicle do they use? Well, they use a truck, a train, whatever it is, a boat. Okay, great. Um, the manufacturing costs, the energy that went into that, those went up as well. So your car price will eventually go up, maybe not as much, but added up over the course, you could see an additional increase in everything. Well, that's exactly right. This is going to be an economy-wide price increase because all of the goods we consume require transportation, and that transportation is being taxed with this carbon tax, which would increase the price of gasoline, increase the price of diesel fuel. Additionally, 
one thing that is often used as a as a criticism of the carbon tax is that, well, you'll just see manufacturing and other high energy uh, industries move overseas and then people will ship it to the United States. No, that wouldn't happen here. We'd still be paying higher prices because there would be a border adjustment tax. So even if companies do leave the U.S., which they quite possibly would as a result, we would be taxed when that comes back in at the border. So we're, there's no way to get around it. Everything will be more expensive. And again, that pro-carbon tax study I mentioned from Columbia University, even that admits that this will slow our economic growth. Yeah, well, you're right. That that would have to because you've got all of those manipulations, but then you've got other market factors, and this is what happens. I hate social engineering um the government getting involved in social engineering at all but i hate when they use other things to manipulate us this this is what they're doing here they believe um they can social engineer our behavior to not use those fossil fuels by putting a higher tax it's not all that different than them saying we need you to quit smoking so we're going to go ahead and tax that more stop it knock it off because it also affects other people's lives let's say you are a coal miner it's not like if the coal mines suffer because of this, you're automatically, Jordan, going to be easily just, hey, I was a coal miner. Now I mined windmills. That's what I do. I dig windmills out of the ground. You're not going to just go and get a solar job, right? You're exactly right. This, this goes back to the, the Cass Sunstein nudge theory. Mm-hmm. They're trying to increase the price of something ever so slightly. Most people won't notice when, they, when they're at the pump that they're paying a little bit more. But over the course of time, what it does is it influences your behavior and you end up doing things that aren't really your preferences. And you may not even realize why, but it's because that price is a little bit more expensive. So this is a, a certain sort of engineering, as, as you mentioned. So higher prices that will disproportionately affect people that are middle class and poor. Right. So you got that. Number two, it will affect all of the other things we purchased again with higher prices and disproportionately affect. It will affect jobs and those people in certain areas. Some people will not be able to leave an area. So let's say you're a coal miner in West Virginia, Kentucky, Southern Ohio. You're in the coal belt there. Right. And some of those jobs dry up even more in favor of. We got everybody to build solar panels and we got these big solar plants. Great. Where are those going to be? In West Virginia and Kentucky? No, they're going to be in the Sun Belt. What if those people don't want to or cannot move that area? And then it hurts those states in that region even more, giving them even less revenue, less opportunities, and a greater burden for the state to pick up, which is more punitive to everybody else in the region. It just doesn't stop, Jordan. It is insidious and it just keeps going. Well, I love your focus there. It's about people, and people would be hurt by this, no doubt. Uh, As with most carbon tax proposals, this would include some amount of money that would be, uh, you know, rebated, they'll say, or um, uh, returned to low-income people, but that's not going to help people who lose their jobs. Uh, Their source of livelihood, if they're in the coal industry, they're in the natural gas industry, may dry up, and that requires some big lifestyle changes, and that's not made up for by a little rebate check back from the government at the end of the month. Well, and then you end up, you're right, once you get the the government decides who is low income, then that opens up the whole can of worms of redistribution and who's who's to say what the threshold of poor versus rich. You're right, it just gets more and more muddy. Hey, real quick, is there any proposal that is getting any traction, either this Carlos uh, Curbelo, the representative from Florida, or others that are really floating the idea of the carbon uh, credits again, this artificial commodity that they want to create. Is that out there right now? 
This Curbelo bill doesn't have that, but there is a certain element of that. So the difference between the, the cap and trade idea mm-hmm. and, the, and the credit idea and the tax is that the tax would set a specific price and then the production would be, uh, you know, whatever emerges as a result of that price is the theoretical idea of a carbon tax versus the cap and trade or credit system where there'd be a set volume of production and then the price is based on what people are willing to bid to get to that uh, to, or to buy those production units. In this instance, the Curbella, but there's a little bit of both actually because there is the price of the tax, but they also have certain emission reduction goals that would be stipulated. And over the course of the lifetime of the tax, if we're not hitting those quote-unquote emissions targets, then what they would do is jack up the price even more to try to bring it down. So it has a little bit of both, where they're not purely using this Pigovian tax theory where you put a price and you stick with it. They have a little bit of an overall emissions goal they want to put on top of us. Okay, where can people find out more about what's going on, find out more about uh, the American Energy Alliance? Well, our advocacy organization, as you mentioned, is the American Energy Alliance, and that's uh, found on the web at AmericanEnergyAlliance.org. We also have our more in-depth research organization, which is called the Institute for Energy Research, and that's purely about educating the public and influencing policymakers on uh, the fundamentals and the technicalities of energy policy. And, And we're at Institute for Energy Research dot org as well what we'll do is we'll uh, go ahead and tweet out and post on uh, facebook the links to that so people can find out more jordan we really appreciate you joining us today i appreciate you guys thank you have a great day buddy appreciate it um yeah good information out there anytime you can get that stuff out it's not as simple as saying well let's go ahead and influence because it would be better you know the failures when it comes to the climate change scam that is you already understand that but even if you believe in it even if it were true chris even if we had to get people off of the carbon fossil fuels doing stuff like this is not as it's not as simple as just saying we'll just go ahead and raise it and then we'll influence policy yep it doesn't there are dominoes that people can't even dream up There are consequences, the rule of unintended consequences. And when you're dealing with energy, those consequences keep popping up over and over and over. It's very punitive because it touches everything we do over and over and over again. Have you ever heard Milton Friedman talk about the production of a pencil and the things that go into that by itself? Take something very simple like that. The wood and the the filament, whatever it is, graphite. The paint that goes on the outside, the metal band and the eraser, just that one thing. All of those all started out as resources that got refined and produced into something else, into something else that had to be assembled into the pencil and then shipped to the point of sale. Every one of those companies had energy needs to dig the stuff, to assemble the stuff, to uh, produce it into the pencil and then ship it. And it just keeps going. It's very insidious. Quick break back with more in a minute. It's not sugarcoated. It's not fluff. It's just the truth. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. 
All right, we have an update. This is something else I knew was going to trigger Chris today. Here we go. Here we go. Update, go. Uh, what do you think the update's on? Where do you think I'm going? What story? Um, I, uh, uh, Ocasio? Not yet. What's okay. the other one? What can we be good talking about? Uh, the border wall. Venezuela. Ooh, Venezuela. The, the drone attack. The drone. Oh, There's an go. update. Do you know it? No, I do not. So the drone attack uh, against Venezuelan President Maduro mm-hmm. is now being called... A terrorist attack. Bravo Sierra. No. Walla, 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 walla. So you were right. BS. BS from what scenario? Because there's video that shows the drone exploding. No. There's video of showing some sort of explosion. There is no video footage of a drone at all. Nothing flying. What? According to the reports I see of the actual, there's the him looking up, there's yes. guard, people scattering, there's nothing of the drone. According, there's not, this is what I saw, not okay. one video, it's being reported that the explosion likely came from a gas canister and is possibly, it's possible it was staged. What was this gas canister? Okay. Maduro, so as soon as this explodes, yeah. he comes out and goes... Uh, it's my opponents. It's Colombia. Yeah, it's my predecessor. Miami. It's uh, Americans in Florida. Yeah. yeah. And then said he saw a flying device. I saw a flying device before it exploded, and he looked up or whatever. Okay. Three firefighters dispute that version oh. of the events and say the blast came from inside a nearby apartment building. Okay. There was even smoke bellowing from the window of the building. We do have video of that, or. Pictures of it, footage of it. Wow. So we have little puffs of smoke here and there. We have a couple of soldiers that were hurt from the explosion. We have noise. We have people looking around. Have you, I challenge you, if if it exists, I haven't seen it. Other news sources have not. Wow. Now, Chris, I ask you, based on the stories you've heard, which is more likely? In the starving, poor Venezuela, they had a drone that they were able to pack with enough explosives that would and shrapnel, whatever, that would do damage and get it that close, but not actually be able to fly it to him. All of this. Or it was a gas canister in a nearby building. I hate to say it, but you might be right. Damn it. Told you there's definitely something going on here. You're so right. It makes sense. The canister of Venezuela. There it is. Crap. All right, get the tweets in. Hashtag what I learned today. If you are struggling losing weight, and hey, if you're heading to the Iowa State Fair or any other fairs, <laughs> it's going to be trouble for you. Here's what you can do. I mean, you still want to try some things. It's yes, good for of your course. soul and whatever. Yes, yes. But maybe you don't just gorge yourself like I do. Like Louis C.K., Thanksgiving dinner is not over when I'm full. No. It's over when I hate myself, when I loathe myself, and I make unrealistic promises about never eating again, right? Yeah. If you're like that, try Riduzone, R-I-D-U Zone. Riduzone.com is where you can buy Riduzone. And if you take it and you're, you're using Riduzone, before you go to something like the Iowa State Fair, mm-hmm. you'll still eat. You'll still have a little something, but you're not going to obsess about food. You're likely not going to overeat, and your metabolism is going to get a boost. So it's even going to get you through those difficult times. Listen, go to the Iowa State Fair, the Texas, the Minnesota State Fair, the Ohio State Fair. Enjoy yourself. Have something on a stick, but maybe not have 700 things on a stick plus ice cream plus (laughs) pie and then hit the Sonic on the way home. Seriously, try Riduzone. It's yes. going to help you. It yes, boosts it your metabolism and it makes you feel fuller so you can deal with 
the struggles we all have, the Battle of the Beltline. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, only on the Blaze Radio Network. offensive if it's true, right? This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Okay, Chris is showing me, we've been looking at video footage that seems to show uh, the, drone the drone exploding. Yes. The yes. reports I'm getting from multiple sources, including NBC, that said it did not exist. Mm. So maybe mm. that's been put out now. Mm-hmm. But because uh, this was the yeah. video was came out on August 5th. CNN had it two days ago. Now, the interesting thing is they said they cannot confirm uh, that the video was actually part of like whatever we saw maduro you know going it's not it. like you see maduro and the thing exactly. explode it goes from it shaky it, edited then to maduro yeah, so, but they've tried to link up the sounds and whatever yes. so right now the, vi- the original video that everybody uh, like cnn is using is the video drone comes up you can hear maduro in the background like from speaker wise like if yeah. uh, a bystander and then the explosion and the guy drops the phone. Okay, here's the question then. The drone blows up. That's very high in the air. Yes, it is. How did that many soldiers get hit? Yes, and that's the, that's another issue. And it wasn't just with. it wasn't just shrapnel damage no. on their head. It was like the the burn. impact yes. and burn of the explosion, meaning they had to be relatively close. And some of it, the one guy saw was the side of his head. Yeah. The drone was overhead. Yeah. Now, one of the claims is that there was also Something with the apartment building. Mordecai said the drone hit, or parts of it hit the the. Yeah, that's apartment. why he said that. That's why. Well, the problem it. is, you saw it explode. Nothing was falling. No, nothing fell. Everything unless was like something sparked the apartment. I think there may have been two. Mm. That's the best I can go for. There yeah. clearly was something at the apartment building. You yeah. saw it, right? Yeah. So we need more. I'm calling Bravo Sierra. There's at least, you know. We need more. We still have more information on it than we have about uh, Stephen Paddock, the Las Vegas uh, killer. Unbelievable. The fact that we don't have more on that fail from the FBI. Yeah. Absolute fail. Disgraceful. I get it. We didn't talk a lot about this yet. I just got to say the FBI, Clark County uh, Sheriff's Department, the Las Vegas police. You have said you have stated in your report that was released by not having any motive, you are incompetent. Yeah. Yep. It's not like they had uh, two guys and uh, two bicycle cops out there investigating. No. They had probably hundreds of people, 58 people murdered. Do you realize there was over, I think, 800 total injured? Not all of them gunshots. There was like 400 gunshot wounds. And then the others are people falling and hurting and whatever. Uh, mob, you know. Uh, running. Running yeah. over people in a mob, trampled. <clears throat> 800. They put some resources behind this. Yes. And they went, yeah, we don't know. Yeah, Still yeah don't what's know. his motive? We uh, couldn't find anything. Sorry. Nothing. In today's world, when they can find out, they can get information on the president's attorney. <laughs> they can go to his office. They can dig up. You know, Mm. metadata from 12 years ago, and you can't tell me more about Stephen Paddock and what he did to murder all those people. 
So I'm left with this. If you cannot come up with a motive, you are incompetent. At least some more information. That's what you've admitted to. Yep. And all you've done is open the gate, the floodgates Mm. of conspiracy theories. Oh, yeah. For people like Alex Jones. Mm. Right. (laughs) Here's what should happen. Come on in, FBI uh, managers that are in charge of this case. Clark County Sheriff, Las Vegas Police Chief. Have a seat. Um, Got the report here. And you guys all stand by the report? Okay. Okay. All right. Um, Your final paycheck will be on the 15th of the month. You should be fired. Yes. This is unacceptable. This many people dead. I'm not saying you have, we cracked the case. I'm not saying it has to be that, but you've got to have more. 10 months and you don't have more information. No, I'm calling BS. And all that footage, all the. uh there are too many questions, Chris. All the footage, all of the claims, all of the calls, all of the hinky stuff that we do not have answers. What about his car that was supposedly pla- uh, uh, packed with explosives? Bombs, yeah. What about that? Uh, where did he get it? Why were you looking for two vehicles? Well, yeah, exactly. How did he get there? Did he drive that vehicle? Did he have another vehicle? Did he leave in a different vehicle? Look at the footage. There's no footage. Every damn city, even small towns away from Las Vegas, have cameras everywhere. The local church has cameras out front because of security. Every ATM has security. You cannot determine the whereabouts of Stephen Paddock everywhere he was for the the previous month. Yeah. You can't check you know, uh, his digital footprint, what he was surfing for. <laughs> Go and find out. Tell me where he got the stuff that was in the car. Tell me where he got all the weapons. I want interviews with every one of those people. I want video footage where he went. You're telling me there's no motive for his killing. Unbelievable. Chris, what would motives be for killings? Let's go for something like this. Okay. Um, Political. I think first. Oh, first. Okay, I'm sorry. First. I would say just absolutely insane. Yes. Not a little insane influence. No, you lost it. You are schizophrenic. You went off. He was not. No. In the weeks leading, well, the month before this, he had looked at doing doing this at a different venue. A different venue. Okay. And then in the days and Weeks leading up to it, he was gambling a lot more, trying to blow through some money, but no signs that the voices told me to double down. Exactly. No, the the voices told me to play red. Nothing, Mm -mm. you know, nothing, nothing violent. Didn't Mm -mm. get any altercation. So outright, off the deep end, out of control, schizophrenia, no. Little bit of crazy that influences something else. Now you get into political. Yes. You take it too far. You're radicalized because mm-hmm. of your political views. I'm going to go ahead and kill Republicans or Democrats. Take it too far. Mm-hmm. You actually do it. No. No political. He wasn't political at all. Okay. What else? Ah, jealousy mm. because they wronged you. No. He didn't work for none of those people. No, no, no history of it. No. Okay, jealousy uh, over like a girlfriend. No, she wasn't dating the CEO. She was overseas. He sent her away. Yeah, he sent her away. Where is it, Philippines or someplace? Okay. Uh, Financial gain. Ah, he was going to... No. How do you gain financially from this and you end up shooting yourself? And besides that, he was wealthy. He was. They they knew who he was. Oh, I know. He had money, but he had been losing money or whatever. Not significantly to trigger this. And again, how do you benefit financially? What are your motives here? If you're telling me it's none of those, there's only one thing left. Conspiracy theories. Oh, oh, yes, yes. 
I got it. I got it figured out. Come in here, kid. We, the FBI, we've been going through this for months now, 10 months. We've exhausted everything else. And the only thing we're left with is he was influenced by Bigfoot. Bigfoot had met with the Loch Ness Monster and the aliens. And after they got details on who was really in the grassy knoll that shot JFK, Stephen Paddock, he stumbled upon this. And we had to take him out. So we programmed over the course of a couple of months. And when we gave him the code, double Z, burnt sienna, blue, green, tree leaf, boom, it triggered him. We made the call. We made the call that afternoon. And he started shooting the bitch up. That's the only thing yeah. you're left with yeah. is crazy government, anti, uh, government control conspiracies. Yeah. It's unbelievable that you have no motive for this. It, there has to be some trail that leads at least to... Okay, if you say there's no motive, can you tell us what motives you went down and started checking off like we just did? Can and they, by the can way, they do that? No, exactly. You tell me how it's not these things yeah. and what what uh, puts you details yes. that lead you to believe that is not just, an issue. Like right. literally, like we just did. Make the case against it. Yes. Okay, good. Do that. And by the way, let's say truly, Doc. You're being unreasonable here. You don't know how investigations work. The FBI did there sometimes. Okay, fine. Let's put it all out there. I'll take back everything I said. I have one question for you then. Okay. With this, one of the worst mass murders in American history, in a vulnerable place that will now change, and there are already proposals to change everything. You can't check into uh, hotels and take that much stuff. All of this in a place like Las Vegas with 58 people dead. We are all, as Americans, now saying it's acceptable just to not have an answer. Yeah, You're, You're saying that. If not, then my next question is what will we do next? Gotta go after the guns. No. Gotta make sure you... People checking into hotels, got to have their bags checked. This is what we want? Because guess what? If we accept that, every time you go into a mall, every bag is checked. Okay, well, it's reasonable for a safe society. Every restaurant you go to, every time you leave your house, you have to... This is that slippery slope. Are we just accepting that we will never know this, (laughs) which opens the gate to crazy conspiracies or actual real things? Think about it. Do you really want TSA... At the malls, at hotels. You didn't have to say at the malls and hotels. You could have just stopped. Do you really want TSA? Nope. <laughs> I do not. I can answer <laughs> that, that question that pretty easily. True. You don't want TSA mm-hmm. at all. That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. It's crazy. I can't believe that we've just accepted this because that's what it seems like to me. I do not like this. Once again, Doc Thompson tries to trigger me, but triggers himself. Damn it, I did trigger me. <laughs> I wasn't trying to trigger no. you there. I just brought it up, but I triggered <laughs> yeah. myself. Been friendly fire all day today. <laughs> Shoot myself in the foot. Ah, uh, good thing we're not. Okay, uh, let me bring it back, buddies. Uh, bring it back. Bring it back. In a word, I'm just going to float a word out there. Just going to float a float word, word and see Chris Cruz's reaction. Tesla. Oh come on, leave him alone. What? Leave him alone. What? You talking about the whole private company going from public to private? And the theory out there that he did that because he wants to make more bucks out of this I was talking about Nikolai shit. Tesla. Oh, you such like, a jerk. What? No, you're what not. No, you're not talking about Nikola Tesla. <laughs> you would never bring up about Nikola Tesla. He's <laughs> such a liar. You're talking about uh, my boy Elon Musk. <clears throat> yes, I am. That has a fantastic week. And then somehow yesterday, they just destroyed him again. So uh, quick uh, disclosure. I, I have a love-hate relationship with Elon Musk. 
I think the guy is fascinating and amazing. He pulls off incredible stuff, and he knows how to work it. He does inspire people. I hate his, uh, you know, get certain tax breaks and grants from the government and manipulate that stuff. Um, On one hand, he seems very libertarian, conservative about stuff. Sometimes he's willing to. I don't fault people for taking things that are available. For example, I don't like affirmative action, but if you're black and it's out there, why are you standing on principle and screwing yourself? So love-hate relationship with the guy. Having said that, Elon Musk had a pretty good week, like you said. Uh, he's announced another space yeah. launch, reusing yeah. the rockets he used yes. on the one before. Yes. Is that right? He's reusing the, those rockets that automatically land on the launch pads, and which is something that I feel like it's fascinating. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Now, he tweets out yesterday, <laughs> am considering taking Tesla private at $420. Mm. Is that the actual quote? Uh, oh, and... Promise, uh, promise that he had the funding secured. Is that what it was? Is that the actual tweet? I think, I think that's so. what it was. Yes, am considering. Yes, yes. Read the exact tweet. Uh, it's a, I think he started like I am, but am considering taking it. Am considering taking Tesla private at four twenty. Find a funding secure. Okay, at four hundred twenty dollars. Yes. I, I assume that means he means per share. Yes. Okay. If Elon Musk takes Tesla private. 420 is a little steep for me for a yeah. share. Doctor's going to try to come up with 420 bucks. Oh, yeah. Maybe $840. Yeah. Maybe more. Yeah. And he says shareholders could either uh, sell at 420 or sh- hold, their shares and hold their shares and go private with me. Right. I, um, I think regardless of what else you think about Elon Musk, you've got to seriously consider that this guy, this guy would increase the stock value. He's he's a marketer. Now people are triggered by this. Why, Chris Cruz? Because they think he did that as a, uh, another publicity stunt to raise prices and to uh, uh, manipulate the market. Okay. Yes. Um, I don't know if he's serious about taking it uh, uh, public. Would you mind if he takes a prize? Like, is that something like, ah, uh, why would you do that? Or is like, oh, okay, yeah, I can see that. Uh, oh, private. Excuse me. Take it private. It's already yeah. public. Um, no, no, so, I don't. Okay. I don't mind. I mean, he could do what he wants. Yeah, the I believe it the same way. I was thinking it was private. He was taking to, no. uh, thread about being public. Um, no, I don't know if he's actually planning on doing it, can do it, whatever, if he's seriously considering or not. I do know that, yes, he was manipulating the stock price. You think so? Of course he was. Is that bad? No, no. It may even be illegal to do this because there are people yeah. suggested he's bordering on some illegal activity. Yeah. Maybe it is. I don't think that should be. Mm-mm. But why? So he's not allowed to say this. Mm. That's what that's what a good CEO does. Let's get that stock price up. Let's increase the value. <clears throat> and one of Elon Musk's attributes, one of the commodities, if you will, he has one of the things going for the company is him. He is he is value to the company. He he's an asset for the company yeah. because he is a character. His brand is so powerful that he can say, I'm going to go ahead and not sell flamethrowers and then sell flamethrowers and, and boom, 10 million bucks, bottom line, zing overnight. Yep. That's an asset for your company. There are companies when you have an asset like around here, Glenn Beck is a brand, the biggest brand this company has. Yes. And if something happens to Glenn, that could be bad for the company. In situations like that, when you become that big of a brand and the company depends on you, they even take insurance out on you. Oh, yeah. 
Right? Just in case. I would be stunned if Tesla does not have oh. Elon Musk insurance. Oh, yeah. It's probably mandated. Yeah. So, yes, he's manipulating it. And is that morally wrong? The stock price was around 342 when he tweeted that. <laughs> 45 minutes later, 370. Yep, it went up. Because what did everybody do? Emotions. Emo- and speculation. That's what the stock market is, speculation. People said this. Oh, my gosh, he's going to take it private. It's 342 now. He's talking about a $100 increase. If I buy now and he takes it back private, I will make $100 per share. Easy. Okay, guess what? People Go are going to buy. Buy up 1,000 shares of the stuff. Same reason that Bitcoin got so big last year. It was all emotion. For the right, emotion and speculation. Yes. So the, for the people that are frustrated by this, do you not know that the stock market is built on I don't think they speculation? Don't. I don't think they do. It's a gamble. When we have we have lost sight because of these big companies manipulating and marketing that it's just gambling. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a little more that goes into it in the fact that you can get information about a company and the company has value beyond just put it all on seven. You know, they're they're manufacturing a little more. But it is speculation. It's gambling on some level. And these investment companies over the years to shy away from people thinking that there was a risk involved, you know, to make them think it was Mm -hmm. more than just gambling. They would do things like the, you know, trusted rock solid investments. Right. We've been established. We call it Jefferson Investments. Because it goes back these these long histories of this stuff, mm-hmm. right? Well, the truth is, there is one part of it that's gambling. It's speculating. So good for Elon Musk to think about that. Unity did. He took care of... Uh, hey, has he taken uh, fiduciary responsibility seriously? Yeah. He really has as far as that goes. Yeah. Yeah. I really kind of trigger myself again. <laughs> <laughs> I was triggered just a little bit at the beginning. And that's it. Yeah, I'll give you that. But, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Do you think he's really going to take it private? No. Neither do I. He's just pushing the button. But I expect another flamethrower or something soon. I do. Did you see uh, Michael Pelka and his flamethrower? I did. No, s- no. Oh, sorry. I saw Michael Pelka. Not. And he is not a flamethrower. Not a flamethrower. That was pretty cool. it's not cool. a flamethrower flamethrower. No, it's not a. All right. Uh, another great company that uh, you should be aware of. One that uh, has not gone um, uh, pro- public at this public. point for... $342 a share, but has been around for about 30 years and is a solid little company with great mm. products, and that's Minostalgia Wild Rice so and Wild Rice Products and the Edible Memories from the Northwoods of Minnesota. So it's about 30 years ago, and they said, you know, we've got these this great grain, the only native grain in North America, and they got some exposure, and they said, this is Jay, who started the company, said... I can make this into a business. And back then it was all catalog sales and stuff like this and direct sales. The internet pops up and it's a whole new world for everybody. He said, I can grow this thing and, and grow other great products from Minnesota. And they've got the whipped honeys and the jellies and the jams and the syrups, all of it incredibly healthy and all of it tastes great. It's exactly what you would want. What do you want when you eat? You want healthy you want easy. They've got the different wild rice mixes and soups and waffle mixes and flours that you can combine. Stuff. And you want something that tastes great. So you're putting something on the table every night that is healthy for your family. It's going to help you live longer, be healthier. And also, it tastes great. There's tons, of, there's tons of stuff that's healthy. Those honeys. Is it yummy? It's Not yummy. so much. Theirs? It is. Delicious. Chris is all about the whipped honey. Yes. 
right, uh, order today at blazewildrice.com. Blazewildrice.com. And if you wanted to use, try one of the sampler packets so you get to try a variety of things, use the promo code TRY10. It's TRY10. Okay, okay, And they'll okay. give you 10% off. It's 10, but it's the number okay. 10. TRY10 as the promo code when you're checking out, and they'll give you 10% off just so you could try the sampler packs to say, I like this a little more it's than the that. the best way to do you're it. You're good to go. It's blazewildrice.com. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. Instead of punching a total stranger this morning, punch these numbers into your phone. 888-900-3393. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. All righty, that is it, ladies and gentlemen, the end of The Morning Blaze. But before we go, as always, let's find out what we learned today. We learned Chris Cruz is triggered by Cindy Sheehan and Code Pink. <laughs> okay. Are you, you triggered by it, them, Chris Cruz? Do not let it we go. We definitely learned that. We learned Snopes has ruled false. Thanos did not use the Infinity Stones to eliminate a third of all life. Whoa. That is false. Wow. Fail, not true. <sighs> uh, Peter Parker, undetermined. <laughs> we learned Jack is the Michael Scott of social media companies. Yes, yes. You won me over. Chris Cruz, what, if anything, did you learn today? Well, when Doc says I'm going to trigger Chris, it means he's going to trigger himself. Really was today. Uh, I think it's time, Doc, for the TMB to take this show to the state fairs around the country. I think you're right. I think we're in. Let's and set it up. And finally, I just invested on Glenn Beck's industrial washing machine pop-up laundromats. Yeah, they're going to be all over the. Are you investing or uh, in another company that, or are you going to like get a franchise? I'm going to get a franchise. Okay, yeah, that yeah, sounds yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what if anything did the listeners learn today? Well, you got Polish American learning. We got Polish American learning. No. I'm just going to be someone else. Polish. Okay. Let's try that. What okay. is Polish American? Polish American says we will have had the update to the Venezuela drone story two days ago if Alex Jones wasn't put on cyber prison. Thank you. Wow. Right. Dan Ken says, I want my ginger. <laughs> Lucky Farkin saying, fair food is the only reason why I personally go to the fair anymore. I think it gets a bum rap, though. Yeah. No, yeah. calling it fair food. Shouldn't it be great food? Great. To say it's just fair, you know, yes. that seems like a yes. failure. I watch him a call it saying, TMB GoFundMe page for the Fair Food Tour 2019 should be up by the end of the week with state fairs listed so Jack Holes like Nation it. can attend. I don't think we're going to get in this year. We'll probably no. have to wait till next, next but year. we'll just make yeah. sure to raise enough. Yes. And Dave L saying, wait, Marvel wait. movies are not documentary? I, 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 it's lost. I want to see Snopes ruling on it. We have to wait and find to. out. Yes. Have yes. they ruled on it? No, they have not. Not yet. Not yet. They probably have to wait till the second Infinity Wars. Oh, you know, okay. Get the whole okay. thing. You know, okay. maybe, maybe they should have started a while ago on it. Yes. So maybe we can just turn back time. You know, with the time stone. Time stone be, yes. Let's just move on. Yes. Hey, I didn't get those new numbers uh, of procrastination. I'll do them tomorrow. I'll just turn back time. time. What else are we going to do tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow we're talking about Democrats blocking SCOTUS nominee. What is Glenn talking about? Uh, he's talking to Elizabeth Hang. What is he wearing? Uh, he's wearing crumbs and powdered sugar. Remember the morning blazes today, a Chris Cruz production. Six Semper Tyrannus. Good night, Steve Cannon. Wherever, Wherever you are. are. Anyang, now you go home. This is the morning blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.
Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.